This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, November 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. While the CDC was telling people to stay home if possible, last week set records for our pandemic travel with nearly a million Americans going through TSA checkpoints every day except for the Thanksgiving holiday. Pennsylvania rules require a negative COVID test upon arrival. A spokesperson for Philadelphia International Airport says they aren't checking tests but still expect people to comply. On Sunday morning, Dr. Anthony Fauci said he expects to see several surges as Christmas approaches. State officials in Pennsylvania and New Jersey are asking travelers to comply with their quarantine and testing protocols. The Sunday after Thanksgiving is typically one of the busiest travel days of the year. The TSA says it screamed nearly a million people Saturday, which is slow for a normal year, but busy in the age of COVID-19. The Philadelphia International Airport is taking its precautions with mandated masks, social distancing reminders, and some airlines are doing health screenings for both passengers and crews. One recommendation from the TSA is if you are traveling uh, to wash your hands before and after going through a checkpoint, regardless of precautions, health experts still say that the safest place to be is at home. President-elect Joe Biden sprained a foot while playing with one of his dogs, but doctors found no obvious fracture (laughs) while examining him Sunday, according to his doctor. I came within just a slim margin of rolling my ankle oh boy. while walking down the stairs this weekend. I, like, caught myself, and I'm like, if I had not caught myself, I, I know what that pain is like. We've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this was, and I'm like, it would have been, I, I, I saw the same thing. I'm like, I, I probably would have fractured something. It would have just been weeks and weeks and weeks of yeah. just, and uh, I was just. All right, walk- boys, get him in the ambulance. I was <laughs> walking down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, my God. So Local radio personalities, yeah. yeah. legs snapped completely <laughs> off in a bizarre accident. Oh, so, oh yeah. That, thank God, man. I've had a few. From hiking, you have those near-miss uh, oh, yeah. rolls. That's why good footwear is important, Kat. So I feel for Joe. Biden suffered the injury on Saturday and visited uh, an orthopedist in Newark, Delaware, for an examination Sunday afternoon. According to a statement from his doctor, Biden sustained a sprain in his right foot. And while x-rays, initial x-rays are reassuring that there is no obvious fracture, he'll be receiving a CT scan for further review. Leaving the doctor's office to head uh, to an imaging center for his CT scan, Biden was visibly limping, though he walked without a crutch or any other aid. Biden sustained the injury while playing with Major, one of the Biden's two dogs. They adopted Major in 2018 and acquired their first dog champ after the 2008 election. The Bidens have said that they will be bringing their dogs to the White House and they also plan to get a cat. Today is expected to be the biggest Cyber Monday ever. Like everything else, holiday shopping will be a little bit different this year because of the pandemic. Even with a month of sales dubbed Black Friday, online sales still broke records Friday as shoppers continued to click, add to the cart, and scoop up deals from home. The digital sales boost came as fewer shoppers ventured out to the stores this year in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic with preliminary data from uh, Sensormatic Solutions showing in-store Black Friday drop traffic dropped by 52.1%. According to Adobe Analytics, consumers spent $9 billion online, a nearly 22% increase over the $7.4 billion in 2019 online Black Friday sales. Adobe, which measures measures sales at 80 of the top uh, 100 U.S. online retailers, said it's the second largest online spending day in U.S. history, coming in behind Cyber Monday of 2019. So they're saying today's going to be legit, though. Yeah, like they the say- day there's legitimate 
savings. Yeah. I have I have a tip for um for online shopping uh for the holidays and and I've come around to this and I save them throughout the years. I don't even need to save these links, but um the website BuzzFeed has a shopping section. And it's perfect for an idiot like me. Right. <laughs> it's usually titles like, you know, 54 gifts that'll make them say, ooh, when yeah, they yeah. open it. You it's know? not clickbait? It, no, no, okay, it's, yeah. it's legit, really good suggestions. And it's it's not for the big gift. It's right, not right, for right. like like the home run. It's these because fun I, little things. I yeah, think you I sent it to me one year and I added like 10 things into my yes. Amazon cart. And that's it because I, that's the hard time where, you know, I, I can find a good, you know, nice main gift. But it, it's the little follow-up things that I have a yeah. hard time finding. And it's loaded with stuff like that. And it's got the link already there. And you just click on it. Usually yeah. goes to Amazon. Boom. Yeah. I have a few it. sites that are, that are similar. I'll, I'll get stuff off of CNET. Okay. CNET.com has a lot of stuff. And it's not just tech stuff. <clears throat> but little you just need a little nudge in the right direction. Yeah. Of course, I keep extensive lists on everybody all year. <laughs> but BuzzFeed, it's, yeah. it's a really Buzzfeed. good source right. for that. Yep. Yeah, I think the one that, that you sent me was uh, a lot of like organizing items for yeah. the home. and Like I, you need that. No, but I, I ended up purchasing some of them. And yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And they usually have like 30 things that, that'll make you say, why didn't yeah. I ever buy this yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So Walmart says sales have uh, its high, biggest and uh, best Cyber Monday savings to date. Uh, according to e-commerce platform Shopify, Black Friday sales among its 1 million independent and direct-to-consumer businesses was $2.4 billion globally, a 75% increase in sales from Black Friday of 2019. Target. Uh, oh, sorry, guys. No, I'm betting our, our next pandemic will be, will be released by either Amazon, Target, or Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so Target revealed Cyber Week sales, which um, this isn't the first time that they've done this, but uh, they started on Sunday, and Cyber Monday will have new flash sales. So they did have Black Friday deals, uh, but they're saying they're having uh, new deals each day this week. Uh, Cyber Monday is expected to break more records. In sports this morning... <laughs> The Eagles are set to play the Seattle Seahawks in tonight's Monday Night Football yeah. matchup. According to ESPN, rookie Jalen Hurts has been getting more first-team reps at quarterback in practice. Carson Wentz is still expected to start, but there's been a noticeable increase in Hurts' snaps with the first team. Hurts, the team's second-round pick in April, has been used primarily as a gadget player, with only two of his 31 snaps resulting in him throwing a pass. I don't see not only us winning this game, but us not even, like... Surviving? So, yeah. I just... I just... And this team, the, the, the Seahawks, defensively are not a good team. Right. People have been putting up numbers on this team, like, left and right, but their their offense is really, really strong. I don't even know if we can... And now I'm saying this... Score at all? I, we suck! <laughs> we suck! Hey. The coach... Uh, okay. and like, all of it. Anyway... Okay. We're gonna come. I'm gonna come in tomorrow, and we're gonna win like 49 to 10. All right. Well, well that's your prediction right now. Uh, but I can't even tell you the last time we beat the Seahawks either. Like they, we are like Owen forever against them. Okay. <laughs> Owen forever. Mm-hmm. Kickoff is scheduled for 8:15 tonight. Baltimore's game of Pittsburgh is still on for tomorrow night, and the NFL intends for it to be played. Uh, there have been at least 11 Ravens players and eight staffers who have tested positive for COVID-19. Baltimore had two new cases.
cases from Saturday's testing. Yesterday was the seventh straight day of positive tests for Baltimore, and the Ravens haven't had any on-field work since their facility closed on Tuesday. Well, maybe that's a that th- thing to have two full teams where everyone has COVID play against each other, just to see how that would work out. And the New York Giants beat the Cincinnati Bengals 19-17 to yesterday afternoon, and with the win, the Giants are now in first place in the NFC East. The Giants are at 4-7. and Washington is 4-7. and The Eagles are 3-6-1, and and the Cowboys are 3-8. and And Mike Tyson smoked weed before and after his <laughs> exhibition bout with Roy Jones Jr. Tyson wasn't shy when asked whether he smoked marijuana just before uh, his bout on Saturday night in Los Angeles, responding, absolutely, yes. The 54-year-old Tyson stepped back into the ring for the first time in 15 years, which was eventually declared a draw by the celebrity judges from the WBC. Because it was officially an exhibition, neither Tyson nor Jones Jr. were tested for marijuana before the fight. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kat. By the way, in case he ever gets into sports casting, his name should be Owen Forever. Yeah, Yeah. Owen Forever. That should be your name. Sports name, Owen Owen Forever. (laughs) Owen Forever. Uh, Welcome back from the holiday weekend, everybody. Trust we all had a good Thanksgiving. It was very good. It actually was uh, good, productive, and fun. Yeah, the weather was nice. Weather yeah. Was good. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I was out doing Christmas decorating yes. around the house in shorts and a T-shirt. We wow. saw your pictures. It looks nice. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, that was about three quarters of the way through. Yeah, hopefully uh, everybody got outside for a bit because it's going to kind of suck uh, today, and then it's going to start getting colder. Not that you can't go out, but it's just going to be it's going to feel like winter. I've got it. a Christmas light question for later. Okay, all right. Because right. I'm, I'm having curious. a major problem. I can be right. your consultant. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. We have I new you we have a new word of the week prize. We have a limited edition red sparkle Telecaster, sparkle sparkle, signed <laughs> by Gavin Rossdale. Really? Of Bush, yes, plus a download of their new album, The Kingdom, featuring uh, the singles Flower in a Grave and Bullet Holes and a pair of Bush Virtual Arena Show Tour t-shirts. So, Sparkle, sparkle. Thank you. We are going to give that away on uh, Friday. So it'll be the letter of the day for the word of the week. Uh, No guests on the program today, but plenty to talk about, so we'll dive into whatever we decide to get into through the course of today's Monday morning program. Let's break, come back in a second, and a bunch of entertainment stories to roll out to you. We do have some giveaways with the word of the week prize or i'm sorry the uh stupid question so we will have that when we get back stay with us like what you hear you can see it too check out preston and steve's daily rush on xfinity on demand steven singer makes buying an engagement ring so easy he'll hold your hand to find the perfect ring so you can hold her hand forever back with more of the preston and steve show podcast for the prize, stupid question, we have a $50 Steven Star gift card mm. to give to you. Yeah, very good stuff. And it's an easy question for you this morning. What red shape is visible on the underbelly of the female Black Widow spider? Yes. Real easy. 215-263-WMMR. We'll see who we go to. Maybe it's you if you know. What red shape is, is visible on the underbelly of the female Black Widow spider? I'll go through some birthdays. Well, we're waiting for that answer from you. Monday, November 30th is Bo Jackson's birthday today. Mm-hmm. Bo Jackson was a force to be reckoned yes, with. Yes, absolutely. In his heyday, both played both professional football and baseball. Oh, yeah. And on Tecmo Super Bowl, he was damn near and stop unstoppable. Uh, but, Until you took the batteries out. But nobody had seen somebody stepping up and playing both professional sports like that as yeah. a starter right. for, for both sports. I mean, he was just he was a machine, he's man. just dominant yeah. um, in both sports. Yep, he's fifty eight today. G. Gordon Liddy, 
Watergate figure. <laughs> Eight rats in prison, held uh, his hand over a lit candle. Is uh, 90 years old today. Yeah, he's, wow, he's of the he's of an, uh, an old style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also Billy Idol's birthday today. Really? Mr. William Idol is celebrating his 65th birthday today. He was born William Michael Albert Broad. You know, I always think of Billy Idol because Preston, we were signed. We had made the uh, the move over to MMR, but we couldn't really fully come over. And he was doing a show for MMR. Yeah, the spring show. Spring what was show. That, uh, spring break. Yeah. Spring break. Yeah. yeah, it was at the Lee Accor Center that year. They used to do them down at the cruise terminal in the Navy Yard, uh, but then for a few years, shift to the Lee Accor Center. And when yeah. it was at the Lee Accor Center, uh, he came out and was saying hi to everybody waiting in line. He could not have been a nicer guy and greeted people as they were waiting to get in. You yeah. remember he helped that delightful couple on the airplane that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, uh, and I think they ended up getting married. <laughs> they ended up getting married. Yeah, You're absolutely. right. They sang a song <laughs> over the... Billy Idol gets it. Yeah. Uh, Billy Idol is uh, 65 today. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, I always loved her. Yeah. Old school, 24, the girl next door. Yeah. She turns uh, 38 years old. What the hell's happened to her? I remember when she was, yeah, like the new gal on the scene. Uh, It's also Ben Stiller's birthday today. Ben Stiller's 55. And, uh, you know, his list of credits is huge. Something about Mary. Zoolander, we were just I just watched Zoolander again. It's probably the one I've seen the most of his. He's gone uh, completely gray. Oh, yeah. And he looks good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a um, a video that uh, Todd Glass had put out years and years ago, and in the video, uh, it was it was kind of like a sketch show. And in the sketch show, there was a gasoline fight. Now Ben Stiller was part of this sketch show, right? Oh. And I so I watched it and I texted Todd. I go, "Hey, did uh, Zoolander steal the gas fight from you?" They did. Yeah, as okay, a matter of fact. Go. And uh, and but Todd was also said. Ben is the nicest guy. He's been super generous and blah, 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 and basically said, you know, hey, listen, it's like an I owe you one type of deal. Um, ben Stiller, by the way, is always in great shape. You can't tell. Yeah. It's, no, it's, yes. It's, yeah. And, and, and there's certain he scenes, is. like in uh, Pick a Destiny, Steve, he's the he's yeah. the guy that first tells him about the Pick a right, Destiny. Right, yeah, yeah. And he's wearing like a sleeve of shirt, and his arms are just jacked. He's pretty jacked. Like, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah you that can, too. You can tell he's, he's really in good shape. What, yeah. He's small latest, and wiry. What's the latest thing he's done? Because he's he been playing, uh, he's been doing Saturday Night Live roles. He, I think he was... Uh, Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie, oh, that's right. Hubie Halloween. Yeah. Oh, really? Hubie Halloween. He's, he's the very, very beginning. He plays the same character that he played in... Um, uh, Happy uh, oh, Gilmore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Billy Madison. He's the, he's the orderly. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's Happy Gilmore. Happy yeah, Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, I was right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, so Ben Stiller is 55 today. Roger Glover, bassist for both Deep Purple and Rainbow, celebrates uh, number 75 for him, so... So happy birthday. Sorry, Casey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, 63 years old. I get people say I look like him. I I, really? I don't think so. No. no. Other than bald. And yeah. No. 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 But all bald no. guys. Don't Come you know on. all bald guys look exactly the same? You're way hotter than him, Steve. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. He's 63. Uh, you just watched Alienation, right? I did, yes. Mandy Patinkin's birthday today. I love that movie. If you've That's never a... seen the original Alienation, and we both like the TV series, Preston. Yeah, yeah I it did. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Princess Bride obviously was a big one for him. Uh, Criminal Minds, known to be difficult to work with. I hate that because yeah. I like him. I like his I role so much, and yeah. and to hear that he's as difficult to work with as people say. I he think is. that's amended though. I think he's got actually people. One guy him. likes him. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I think that reputation got back to him. Okay, and he's changed his ways. 
All right. So I've heard over the last like five or six years, he's actually gotten to be a lot easier to shows work up with. with cookies on the set. Well, I, I think yeah. making amends. You know, yeah. he realized that he was kind of a dick, and people didn't want to work with him anymore. Yeah. So he had left Criminal Minds to do Homeland. And Kath, I know that you jumped off the Homeland. Oh, thing. I was quick off. Homeland. I'm telling you, man. It, it there was maybe one season there. I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, the way that the series wrapped up, yeah. it's one of my favorite of all time. When I they, thought it was they drive the car into the sky? No, I didn't really care for that. Uh, but the way this one wrapped up, I was a big fan of I heard some people say that it took a dip and came back strong. It so, totally yeah, you, came you, back strong. You, what you're yep. saying has been that good by others. Yep. So Mindy Patinkin is uh, 68 today. And then the last birthday I saw is Kaylee Cuoco. Rolling in cash from her success off of the Big Bang Theory, and now she's got the uh, the, the the flight attendant series, yes, uh, which is on HBO Max. I think TBS is running it as well. I I just saw like five minutes of it. I meant to get you know up to speed on it, but it looks good. Cool. She is uh, celebrating her thirty fifth birthday today, so happy birthday to everybody. Uh, we'll see if we can get an answer to this stupid question: What red shape is visible on the underbelly of the female black widow spider? Easy one this morning. So we're going to Chris for the answer. Yo, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Chris, what is on the underbelly, the shape? It's red. What is it? That would be the hourglass. You are correct, sir. Hourglass. Hang on one second. For Chris, a very tasty $50 Steven Star gift card. Now through December 30th, you can purchase 500 bucks in gift cards and receive a $50 gift card. And then for every additional $250 purchased, receive an additional $50. So gift cards are redeemable at 27 locations, including 14 in Philadelphia. You can get them online at star, with two R's, dash restaurants.com. At the box office this weekend, some people did get out to the movies, and Crude's New Age, by far, number one, with $9.7 million. $180 million. Yeah, right? Yeah. The good old days. Uh, number two, now by comparison, so yeah. that made $9.7 million. Number two, Freaky made $770,000. It had already been number one for a few weeks. So. I'm waiting for Freaky. to. I, I, it's not streaming yet, and I want to see that movie. Uh, then you had Warwick Grandpa, Let Him Go, Come Play, Honest Thief. Elf is number seven. Uh, I, I think I watched a little bit over the oh, weekend for the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. this season, so it was great. Uh, Tenet, then The Santa Claus. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, no way. Casey. Oh my One of your God. favorite movies. Yeah. Do you know it's entered for me now? Must see holiday watching Fat Man. Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. it over the it. weekend. We yes, yeah. I'm dying oh, to see yeah. it. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right, let's get into some of the stories. Meghan Markle wrote that uh, wrote what many saw as a brilliant and touching op-ed about her miscarriage in the New York Times. And many are reading the tea leaves of the royal reaction to see if the loss or her revelation of it will change the reportedly tense relationship between Meghan, Harry, Prince Harry, and the rest of the royals. Prince Charles, Harry's father, and Prince William, his brother, uh, when asked, said no comment. But Queen Elizabeth's office noted that while she wouldn't comment, they dubbed it a deeply personal issue. That's a comment. A phrase that is leading some to read compassion into it yeah. and others uh, a bit of coldness. Man, I mean, that's... That's a bit much when you get no comment. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows how it's played up? I guess so. We never know how these things were reported. We never, never know if something was actually said. Uh, the Daily Beast reports that uh, Megan told the Queen and Charles the essay was due to be published, but it's not like the revelations caught them off guard. Uh, but other reports claim the miscarriage brought Harry and his father and brother closer. There you go. Um, they the, play catch. The Sun reported... <laughs> It is understood. Like to throw the ball around. They, they did a little cornhole, you know, out in the backyard. 
Uh, it's understood Harry was supported by Brother William and Father Prince Charles in the dark days that followed. There you go. Son. So hope we hope that uh, that might be the case. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, they you just got to love them. You they, just want to watch them have sex. They yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? I mean, right? yeah. I mean, seriously. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Incredibly good-looking people. Uh, but they do give back. In recent months, they've donated millions uh, 200000 to the NAACP in June, 200000 to Canada's National Indigenous History Month in June, a uh, million dollars to food banks amid the pandemic in March, $400,000 to New York hospitals in March, uh, to name a few of uh, various social causes as well. And now uh, they're opening their wallets for at-risk youth in Canada. The pair donated $250,000 each to Covenant House Vancouver and Covenant House Toronto. Uh, the, that's very necessary. Yeah, the nonprofits provide homeless youth with basic needs like food and shelter and assist with education and career goals while also providing therapy with necessary, with when necessary. Uh, in a statement, Reynolds... They talk differently out there. Uh, ...said Covenant House provides love, hope, and stability for at-risk youth who've fled physical, emotional, and sexual abuse. They do wor- the work of heroes, and he urged others to donate if they could. He said, matching this gift is saying you believe in them, you believe in the power of compassion to transform the trajectory of a human being. So it's all good. Sad news from the weekend in the world of Star Wars. David Prowse, the British weightlifter turned actor who played the man in the... He was the man in the costume, yes. Darth Vader... In the original Star Wars trilogy has passed away. He was 85 years old. I was familiar with David Prowse before Star Wars because I'd seen him in movies like Clockwork Orange. And right. he, he appeared in a number of Hammer Horror films, uh, you know, where he was either a large hulking creature or whatever. But he was uh, he was well known. And then when Star Wars hit, it was obviously the biggest thing he was ever attached to. Uh, he died Saturday after a short illness, his agent said. He was born in Bristol in southwest England in 1935 and represented England in weightlifting at the Commonwealth Games in the 1950s before breaking into movies with roles that emphasized his commanding size, of course, including uh, Frankenstein's monster in a pair of horror films. And director George Lucas saw Prowse in a small part in A Clockwork Orange, yes. you saying, Steve. Yeah. And asked the six-foot-six-inch actor... Uh, to audition for the villainous Vader or to be Chewbacca in Star Wars. He also read for Princess Leia. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Which was his versatility yeah. was unmatched. Uh, he trained Christopher Reeve for his role as Superman. No kid. Yes, he was the one who weighed, trained him, and got him up to shape, put about 20 pounds of muscle on him. Prowse later told the BBC that he chose Darth Vader because, quote, you always remembered the bad guys. He was right. We, we do have a clip, Preston, okay. that compares... Now, yeah. he had read the lines in the movie, uh, and they didn't know what they were going to do at the point where they were actually filming. Right. And then later, it was a bit of a shock to him, though, to be realistic, yeah. he wasn't yeah. a good actor. Right, I mean, we have two here. One says original Star Wars dialogue. Do, to go with that one first. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic... You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away. Uh, yeah, no comparison. Right, right. And, and obviously they were processing James yeah. Earl Jones, but still it's James Earl freaking Jones. Oh, yeah, he's got a much yeah, more resonant, and resonant voice. A better so. actor. I mean, yeah. that was David Prowse wasn't horrible, but you know, also he, and he was wondering, we have the second clip case if you want to. Yeah. His. I did the voice all the way through the movies. 
And I kept on saying to Lucas, you know, what are we going to do about the voice? Because everything I'm saying is like coming, you know, from inside the mask. And it's obviously no good for reproduction. He said, oh, you know, don't worry, don't worry. So we're going to the sound studios and re-record all your dialogue in the sound studios properly. So they got they started looking around and got James Earl Jones. And I think he did, I think he did a wonderful job. But, but I still think I could have done equally as well given the right opportunity. I wonder if they, you know what, yeah, maybe they should have at least let him go in and record some of it and try it Just out. Just let him but, play. Even in, across from a studio where James Earl Jones was recording the exact same job right. with open windows so right. he could see it happening. Right. Uh, physically, he was perfect for the part, uh, but like uh, in this article says, his lilting English West County accent or country accent uh, was considered less ideal, and of course, James Earl Jones took. Well, so they the say. Well, uh, you got you got the secret plans to the Death Star. Uh, Prowse was also known to a generation of British children as the Green Cross Code Man, uh, a superhero in a series of road safety advertisements. Huh? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get this 100% right, but I think when he did the dialogue in Empire Strikes Back, and this is a spoiler alert for a movie that came out 40 years ago, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that he recorded the line, no, Obi-Wan killed your father, and then they overdubbed it so that uh, James Earl Jones had the classic line of, no, I killed your father. Okay. No, I am your father. I'm I am stupid. Yeah. Obi-Wan killed your father. And Luke's reaction was... To the horror of Obi Wan actually killing his dad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, hmm. I, but I'm not 100 percent sure I'm getting that right. But I remember that being a part of Star Wars lore. Huh. But Prowl said Obi Wan killed your father. Wow. What was that? I can't understand you. <laughs> I said it's so windy in here. That's right. It was a very windy. Yeah. 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 You're right. And then he just he just turns the knob a little bit. It goes completely away. Yeah. Uh, so sad news, David. He Prowse. shouldn't have survived that fall, by the way. He lived a hell of. A, I agree. Yeah. How, he, how he conveniently got sucked into, or did he use the force somehow? Did, we, we did were, the force kind of. We're take led him? to believe, but it, was he that good at that point? Remember, he was just partially trained by yeah. Yoda. Yeah, maybe know. Yoda. Maybe he took the fall class first. <laughs> uh, so eighty. In case you fall down tunneled. <laughs> Eighty-five years old, David Prowse. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a great story. George Clooney was on uh, CBS Sunday Morning, and he said that uh, you know he's long been cutting his own hair, but a lot of people did not realize that he has actually been using the Floby, no. the Floby hair cutting system vacuum attachment. Do you and know who else uses the Floby? No, Ted Turner. I remember that. Well, yeah. I know he cut it. I knew he cut his own hair, but he uses the Floby. He was using the Floby. Okay. He said, I've been cutting my own hair for 25 years. He was talking to uh, Tracy Smith. He said, my hair's really like straw. You know, he said, it, it, it's, uh, it's easy to cut. You can really, you, you can't make too many mistakes. So years ago, I bought a thing called a Floby, which when we were kids, and then she interrupts, she's like, shut up, you did not. <laughs> the infomercial, he said, yeah. He said, it comes with a vacuum cleaner and the clippers. And uh, yeah, I still have it. He said, listen, man, it works. And and I wouldn't do it on my wife, but I right. use the Floby. We, we have the commercial from the uh, the audio from the commercial. If you want to play that, uh, which, by the way, if you remember on uh, ER, 
He had kind of a he had one of those trend setting cuts. He had that Caesar cut. He did, yes. And it was a really it was a tight cropped cut. But it seemed like time, a simple cut to do, right? Yeah, it With was it was considered you know like um like the Rachel was a signature. cut. Right, and, right, right. And he had his own thing going on. All right, here's a clip from the original Floby commercial. Before the Floby, only a skilled professional could produce a good layered haircut. Proper suction is the key to getting great looking haircuts. With no cleanup. This ingenious device lets you give yourself and family perfect haircuts every time. Tens of thousands have been sold to satisfied customers. Why? Because it really works. Yeah. <laughs> Tens of thousands in a country of how many millions? Now, you yeah. probably can't get your hands on a Floby right now if you wanted to, while demand and Google searches have already surged for the device during the pandemic just because of the home haircut issue. Of course. Um, they shut down uh, due to COVID-19 and stopped shipping in April. Uh, the website won't even load. Uh, Flobies are sold out at other retails at retailers, and a quick Amazon search will yield a bunch of Floby copycats. You can get Floby <laughs> really? like knockoffs, knockoff Floby. I don't know if I trust an inferior Floby. That's a band name, knockoff Flobies, <laughs> right there. I just watched uh, all three Ocean's movies with him. I haven't seen the the one with the women, Ocean's Eight, but uh, my my son had never seen any of the Ocean's movies. Uh, he's so good in yeah. all of them, and the the first one in particular is so well written. Yep. Uh, but even twelve and thirteen are really good. Uh, a quick Amazon search, like I said, gets you the copycats. But here's the story behind the Flobies. San Diego carpenter Rick Hunts invented the original in 1986 after vacuuming sawdust from his hair. He's a contractor, and he invents your haircutting device. Uh, thinking how nice it would be if he could get a haircut at the same time. And the Flobie sucks up hair into the vacuum attachment, and then it snips it. And dude yeah. made a mint off What's of the it. snipping? I've never learned what is the snipping device within the Flobie. Within it, yeah. yeah so sure. is it being, or is it just ripping it out of your skull? No. I would assume it's similar to, you know, the standard Clippers. Clippers, yeah. You know, how, is, it, is it within the suction the vacuum yeah, nozzle yes. as well? It has to be. Right? It's so down do, in you, there do you press a trigger to cut? I don't know. I don't know. It's a complicated piece of machinery. We should we should order one when they are finally available and try them out. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about this yes. later on. See yeah, if people yeah. can give us, wake us up to the Floby technology. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bill Cosby's spokesman, Andrew Wyatt, compared... I'm Mr. Cosby's spokesman. Compared Cosby... <laughs> he will only hire people that speak like him. <laughs> Compared Cosby's conviction for sexual assault to the police killings of black people across the country. Mm, that's a nice try. He said, he said in this 21st... I'm desperate. What am I going to do? Yeah, let's do that. In this 21st century, we have witnessed the senseless murders of black men and women at the hands of a few bad law enforcement officers, but not but all. that's me. He said, but not all. That's just like me giving Benadryl to unsuspecting women. Uh, we have witnessed the unjust conviction and incarceration of a true American treasure and citizen, actor-comedian Bill Cosby. And we are witnessing a pandemic unlike anything that we have seen in our lifetime. I've seen a grown man satisfy a camel. And he said, on behalf... <laughs> it's from Dodgeball. And on behalf of myself and Mr. and Mrs. Cosby, we thank you for your love and support. And may the Most High God continue to keep you and your family safe during these difficult times. What? Where does he connect all these different things that he it's said here? He's I like just, Jackson Pollock throwing things at a, at a canvas. Let's yeah. try this. Yeah. Uh, COVID and, 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 and racism yeah. and... Uh, 
But what did you do? What was your crime? Come on, drugged a few chicks. Uh, on Tuesday, <laughs> Cosby's legal team will make arguments virtually uh, in Pennsylvania Supreme Court in a bid to appeal his 2018 I mean, conviction. Good luck. I, uh, it's, I you know, no. there's too much evidence oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Rebel Wilson, this is really cool for her. She marked a major milestone in her year of health. The 40-year-old revealed on social media, hit my goal weight with one month to spare. Uh, nice. Even though it's not about a weight number, it's about being healthy. I needed a tangible measurement to have as a goal. You're looking good. And she said, and it was 75 kilograms. I don't know metric. Uh, I know. We'll have to. <laughs> Nick, can you do a, a conversion on? I think it's uh, like 150 pounds. Kilograms. So how many Benadryl? If that's true, that's uh, yeah, that's huge, man. Good for her. Yeah, no, she, and she looks great. Yeah, sixty-five. But she's not. Okay. Um, she's not rail thin. She looks human. Yeah, I have seen people that that uh, that go just a little bit too right. much and then for a buffer, a little bit odd. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at video of her. She looks fantastic. So, uh, good for her. And yeah, it's not. Uh, I, I agree. Some people have told me, well, you know, don't weigh, don't don't let the number don't. But. You do need a goal of sorts if you, to to keep you on track. You just you know don't weigh I mean? yourself every seven yeah. seconds. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes you make a good bowel movement and, you know, a yeah. BM, as they say. It'll change You things. make. <laughs> yeah. As you, as you make. As you make. Yes. <laughs> We're doing the Goldberg. Goldberg. As you <laughs> make. I love it. Do you have to make? She does this thing where she cups her hand and shoves her fingers down in it. I love that. Uh, Matthew Perry shared his victorious engagement to girlfriend Molly Hurwitz online. Why was it victorious? Because uh, she said yes. Oh. Uh, he said, I decided to get engaged. This wasn't online. He, was on, he told People Magazine, he said, luckily I happen to be dating the greatest woman on the face of the planet at this time. Uh, so he's got to be happy. What's about his that. health issue? I mean, his health situation, I, I should say. He had a couple things going on. I don't know. I mean, I mainly knew about his drug problem. Yeah. Uh, which he had he a got, brain situation, he got, too. He got way past that drug problem. He ended up opening up this uh, facility in Los Angeles to help other people. It's a house where they live together. I don't know if it's still... Ha- if it's still uh, Is it called Friends? Working. No, I don't think it was called Friends. It would have been nice, been nice yeah, right? because you were with Friends. I actually Central called Park. it Fool's Rush In. Yeah. <laughs> it's the less successful movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but did Man, he have a brain thing? I thought he had like a like a brain bleed or something. He also Nick, had this. I, I don't. I can't find that, Steve. But he had this uh, abdominal surgery to repair a gastrointestinal maybe that was it perforation. Uh, yes. He had a hole in his uh, in his That's right. intestinal lining, and, and that was bleeding. Right? Yeah, and that was only Jeez. a couple of years ago. That was in September of uh, of 2018. So I know a little bit about that, and right. the not his personal, but. Uh, perforations in your abdomen right and so first of all like you have to explore to find out where in your abdomen yeah. it is and then the the recovery from that can take up to a year wow so yeah. my father had that oh did he and uh you know eventually even though he had cancer that's what ended up killing him oh wow yeah, it's pretty yep. crazy mm-hmm. uh well he's happy to be engaged <clears throat> and hopefully he's on the men good for him uh big mouth co-creator nick kroll and been by our show many many times uh, he and his girlfriend, Lily Kwong, got married last month, or this month. Uh, they shared on social media. Uh, their friends responded with joy and surprise. Uh, Whitney Cummings replied, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen her lately? No. I, she's gone through some sort of, uh, the hair is all blue and she's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Kind of punking out a little cool. bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Going through a change. Uh, Darcy Carden left a string of yellow heart emojis. Hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> 
Uh, comedian Dave Hill wrote, this is how I find out. Congrats. Need to figure out what to do with all this potato salad. He did a, a funny bit one time I was watching the other night where he goes over to Selena Gomez's house. And, Nick Kroll uh, or Dave Hill? Nick Kroll. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's, <laughs> he's this nose-picking contractor, and for some reason she's like, oh, my God, you're amazing. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last month, the pair revealed uh, that they were expecting a child together. So ah. uh, they got married this month. So congratulations. Good for them. Uh, Steve, I bring this up for you. Kristen Cavallari. Yes. Served yes. up a Thanksgiving yes. feast with a heaping side of shade. Oh. oh wow. You know she's a good cook. Any fan of Barry Cavallari can tell you that. <laughs> uh, she answered fans' questions in a social media Q&A about her rumored romance with Jeff Dye. Jeff Dye is a, an actor-comedian from Chicago. Okay, and her ex-bestie and Laguna Beach co-star Kelly Henderson, the 33-year-old's current BFF, Justin Anderson, hosted the Q&A. Okay. And there was, FYI, quite a bit of wine involved. No more uh, no more initials? Uh, when asked if... <laughs> no, I, there might be another initial or two coming up. When asked if she was dating the comedian, Cavallari was silent, Ooh. but Anderson joked that the question was about him. Silence speaks volumes. And he said, no, we're just good friends, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cavallari did say that she was accepting applications for a boyfriend. Uh, Jay she- Cutler spent Thanksgiving with Carrie Underwood and her husband. Oh, really? So yes. I, I have some coming up on him. What, so uh, Cavallari and Di, by the way, have been linked in recent months following her split from Jay Cutler. Prior to Cavallari and Cutler's split, they shut down rumors that uh, he was cheating with Henderson. When a fan asked Cavallari if she'd rather be stuck in a room with uh, her former Laguna Beach rival Conrad or Henderson... Uh, she and Anderson both took a sip of their drinks and looked away from the camera. Oh, snap. Uh, she snap. Nice things to say about Stephen Coletti. Yeah. Whom she and Lauren Conrad fought over in Laguna Beach. In a game of F, Mary kill, she said, I would marry Stephen, I would F Brody Jenner, and I would probably kill Justin Bobby. Uh, I don't know who these people are. Uh, no hard feelings, only because I haven't talked to him since the hill, she said. All right, so meanwhile, Cutler. Yeah. Uh, opted to hang with Shannon Ford, another one of Cavallari's ex-friends. Uh, Ford was fired by Cavallari on Very Cavallari. Uh, oh, yeah, she's a redhead. You'd like her, Preston. Cutler oh, captioned... Her and Brittany didn't get along They at did all. not get along. Oh, oh no. They... Sparks flew. Well, okay. until one night, she needed Brittany, and Brittany came from... To pick her up. Yeah, to pick her up out of bed, came and picked her up. So that was really nice of And Brittany. you thought it was going to be okay, but no, that's Shannon. Yeah. No, she's a scoundrel. I'm looking at her, Steve. She's attractive, but she's got bitch written all over her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she I does. Can see, you can see she's got uh, RFB. Yeah. And she's... Always been, you can tell she's one of those always super hot, always got her way. No, yeah, thank you. Never like does anything wrong. Big gums. By the way, uh, <laughs> she does. You can't see that. Gigantic gums. Cutler okay. captioned an Instagram video on Saturday, Oysters and Wine. Ooh. And showed him clinking wine glasses. It's the work for me, too. With his. <laughs> yeah, aphrodisiac. Exactly. A little sleepy sleep. And, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You need a back rub. Uh, wine glasses with his good friend Mark Chewy Block and, <laughs> and Ford at 167 Raw in Charleston, South Carolina. So and all that, this stuff is going now on. Now I'm just saying words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so Jay Cutler with, with and now, uh, I wonder if this is, listen, I wonder if this is just a, um, uh, a, a shot across her bow, getting together with someone she despised. So what's the Carrie Underwood thing? So Jay Cutler spent apparently Thanksgiving Day with Carrie Underwood and 
her husband, who is a good friend of Jay Cutler's. Okay. I got you. Is her husband a uh, former I think NFL so. player or something? Yes, I think so, or I'm completely wrong. <laughs> uh, Imagine Entertainment and MGM will roll cameras on Ron Howard's upcoming drama called 13 Lives. It's based on the 2018 Ty Caves rescue incident. Wow. Uh, they're going to be filming this in Australia next month. 13 Lives is based on the 2018 uh, Tham Luang Cave rescue of a boys' soccer team. You remember this? I do. We were trapped for days. Seemed to no go supplies. on forever. Yeah. Um, the, the the guys who, the, I mean, the, 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 the guy who, I guess a couple guys went in to rescue them. They had to do the, the cave diving and take the tanks off and move them through the small passages. They had to sedate them, remember? Yes, because they were so terrified. Yeah. Over the years, uh, Ron Howard said, over the years, I've uh, both enjoyed and creatively benefited from collaborations with Australian artists and technicians in front and behind the camera. From Kate Blanchett, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, and Chris Hemsworth to John Seal, John McAlpine, and Andrew Rollins, and many others. I like Australians. He said, from 13 Lives to the animated project I'm directing with Animal Logic in Australia, I'm excited about the opportunity to film and work in Australia and dramatically expand on that list of collaborators who's sensibilities and work ethic I've long admired and respected. I guess he's never he's never actually filmed in Australia. Before, I think so. his his movie Hillbilly, I think he directed Hillbilly Elegy and it was panned by the critics. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. we talked about it last yeah, week. Right, it got yeah. like a 14% yeah. and then I got an email from somebody who was like it was even worse than that. But Marissa's giving it a thumbs up. Um you you liked it? Oh, I watched it last night and um I thought it was really good. Okay, okay. well there you go. Uh, Listen, it looks like it's good to tell you the truth. Is I it just, sad? I don't know. I, I, well, and that's the problem. If it's sad, because somebody said House no, of Sand, yeah. Well, somebody said uh, House of Sand and Fog sort of vibes, and I don't know if I can deal with the depressing. Yeah, yeah Marissa, was, it's a downer, right? Yeah. It's, it's a downer. You have to be prepared to watch it. Um, okay. It was better in the football game that was on yesterday. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, and I thought they did a really great job casting um, the kid and uh, Amy the, Adams? the guy when he's an adult. I appreciate when they get two actors that look alike. So. Yeah, that does help. Okay. But, yeah, Glenn Close was in it. It's a true story. Amy Adams is really good. Right. All righty. Uh, and I think we can move on to the clips okay. now. If we do indeed have them, we do. Based on the iconic Tejano singer, the TV series Sol- uh, Selena tells the story of how the musical artist rose to fame and the sacrifices she made to get there. In this clip, star Christian Saratos talks about how she prepared. Is it Christian? Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Huh. Um, she prepared for the role of Selena. Here we go. I just did a very deep dive on all things Selena. Like, I watched everything I could watch. I tried to find as many photos as I could. She's from a very specific region in South Texas, and I wanted to perfect that as much as I could. We had an incredible choreographer, Rodrigo, who was so helpful. So I was lucky that I had all these, like, amazing outlets to really hone in on who Selena was. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, that was her breakout role. I thought that I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I think she's and I think she's really good in that movie. Hey, Selena. Yeah. Uh, next clip. Here we go. The neighborhood follows an overly friendly Midwestern Caucasian man as he adjusts to moving into a tough Los Angeles neighborhood. In this clip, Cedric the Entertainer discusses the show uh, implementing topical issues into the current season. Here we go. Coming back for season three, we thought it was important to talk about some of the big issues that were happening, be it the the pandemic or, of course, the social injustice that went on throughout most of the summer. And, you know, and and we just deemed that it was just the most important kind of point of view to have a voice in that because we represent a fictional neighborhood in in Los Angeles. But these things were real. 
uh, the neighborhood airs tonight at eight, and that is on CBS. It, it's really kind of bad. Oh, it's not good. It, 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 I mean, he's good. The cast is good, but it's written as if you know it. It's just. It's a little too obvious. You know, like oh, the jokes yeah. are too obvious. Okay. Well, yeah, you know what? That's listen. I haven't watched sitcoms in a long time because yeah. some of it got a little too right um, um, telegraphed yeah. and, and too obvious. And that's so this. I wouldn't dig that. Yeah. yeah. You said he moved into a tough Los Angeles neighborhood. Like when you say that in the description, I think like, all right, he, this, he's in like South Central or something like that. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where it's supposed to be, but I don't think it's South Central. Uh, yeah, yeah. set wise, I'm like, no, it yeah. looks like it's uh, that's Mayberry. Mayberry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, it's what it says in the description yeah. here, Fine. so okay. I, this may be inaccurate. I don't know. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you uh, in our entertainment report this morning. Let's take a quick break and come back in a moment. We got some uh, nasty weather on the way today. It's going to be windy and rainy, and uh, eventually turning colder tomorrow. I'll get you some of the details when we come back. We shall return shortly. WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Rainy today, windy, some gusts up to 40, 50 miles an hour. Hopefully you already got out and did your, your Christmas lights. Kathy's got a question about that. We'll save that for a little bit later. She All right. Something she wanted to pose to us. Um, and uh, But we wanted to go back to this The story. biggest story. Yeah, that we That's <laughs> the worldwide yeah. global story that everyone can't stop talking about. That we had in the entertainment report. It's the fact that George Clooney uses a Floby. Yeah, I know. One of the most handsome men in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's able to use a Floby to cut his own hair. Now, I would have thought, if you're figuring George Clooney, you're figuring $500 a haircut, yeah. right? Yeah, something stupid like, like, like that. something, some crazy I thing where a guy flies in and he meets him on the tarmac and gets yeah. his haircut. I yeah. don't know if I believe it. I don't think he's using the Floby. You think his hair looks think, too good to, to yeah. be the Floby? You think George Clooney yeah. would lie to us? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe he does it to, like... When he can't get to the salon, I don't know. I don't really. I don't believe that that's all he uses. He says he's been using it. That's that's what he does. I maybe he you know well, he's you know, one of those he he trims it up often. You know, so he doesn't have to keep because it's it's so quick and convenient. Kathy, right, no fuss, right, no much. Exactly, exactly. Anyone you know, can use it. Yeah. I will even George Clooney and Ted <laughs> Turner. Well, I will say, at least in the picture that's being shown right now, his whole head is one length, which would yeah. make sense for the Floby. Right. You're not fading and stuff with that, are you? So, no, I, no you I don't think so. I don't think you can, fa- can you fade with the Floby. Adding texture and things right. like yeah. that. You know, I, I'm not really sure. But, but yeah, maybe he does it akin to shaving, where it's just like every day real quick. Done. Yeah. Turn on the vacuum, okay. suck your hair up, and you're ready to go. So that way he's not, because I, like, I need a haircut now, and I'm going to have to make an appointment. But it's a pain in the ass. I get a Floby. I uh, should get a Floby. <laughs> No, I need. Uh, I have different. I have layers and texture Ooh, wow. and things like that. I go to a salon. Yeah, my, yeah, listen. My buddy Brett has been cutting his own hair since high school, and it really, looks, and it looks good, and it looks horrible. No, no, it looks good. Now, listen. It's kind of like. Um, Is it short? It's short. Uh, that it's, lends itself to a case because for years I I, I I would just buzz cut. You know, when I had it super short. Yeah, but there's a, there's, a, there's a fade to it as well. There's oh, really? a, there, There's a, and and he's got it down to a science. Like he uses the mirror and all that stuff. But um, it is. Uh, I, I mean, there, there's a fade to the top, and it's kind of flat toppy, but not not really like kid and playish. Flat top. Hey. Like when he told me he did it himself, I'm like, I don't. 
the 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 transition from top to sides is so flawless. I'm like, I don't I don't buy it. But quickly, no. there's a text says right yeah. here. I have a flow beat. No. Use it. Bought it since pandemic. They said, by the way, they are now in stock and you can get them on their website. <laughs> so if if you are a Flowbee user, we want to hear about it. We want to hear it. Two one five two six three WMMR. Why not? And it's different for women, but my sister-in-law also claims to cut her own hair. And every time she says it, I'm like, I don't believe you. Okay. I don't believe that you cut your own hair. Yeah, I just how, don't believe you. How long is her hair? Her hair is very long. And so she, pull, she she says she pulls it forward and then she just like trims the bottom. But like, I don't Still, know. To what get it, tra- straight look, lines? It would look a mess. Yeah. To get straight lines it, by pulling your hair around this no. way, it shifts and, and it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you do that. One of my favorite TikTok videos to watch is when they have someone with super long hair and they cut it straight across. It's like, I guess, like ASMR for you, Preston, right, who's watching right. this yeah. sort of oh, thing. Like the... I like the, the haircut. Yeah. It's a very tight line. Um, but, yeah, how would you, uh, with longer hair? All right, let's go right to the question I had earlier. What is the mechanism in the Floby that is cutting the hair? So is there actually a scissor-like device in the suction apparatus of the Floby that you can manually use to cut? Or, as I probably incorrectly hypothesized before, it's simply tearing the hair out of your head. <laughs> no, it's not tearing the hair out of your okay. head. Okay. There's no way it's tearing the hair out of your head. It's definitely, it, it cuts it because you can how? set because you can set a guard on it to how long you want it to cut. Right, right. What's know? doing the cutting? Uh, I, 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 gotta be well, like Well, we'll clippers. find out from somebody, but it's got to be clippers, I would imagine. Yeah. No, the things that rip your hair out. You remember the epilators? Epilators. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. They oh, were for they, they would get the hair off your legs. We we tried one on the show. <laughs> it's like it a, rips it out. It's like a spring. It looks like a spring that's in that's bent into a circular and it's really tight coiled spring. And you essentially run it along the hair on your legs, and, and it, it just rips. rips it out by the root. That's exactly what it's doing, Kathy. Epi- Nick, there was never a, heard. There was a really funny because uh, I know you watched all of Cheers bit where um, it was uh, Kirstie Alley's character. Had, oh my god, that's right. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, it's so silky smooth." And <laughs> yeah. She's like in, in tears. She's in so much pain yeah, while yeah. she's doing it. Okay, They're basically like one hair follicle at a time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Okay, so but it's more for like. Facial hair and something. No, right? it's, no it's leg. it was it was sold initially as a leg hair remover <laughs> or armpit hair or anything. Uh, you could you imagine rip out. ripping out any hair of any length? No, because you figure leg hair is bad enough. But if you're ripping out armpit hair or your head hair, Ooh. why would you do that too? Yeah. You're ripping it out of the root. Uh, all right, hang on a second. We have uh, we have a former Floby user. All right, former Floby user. This is Mike on the line. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, Mike? Hey, I had bought the Floby, I want to say about four or five years ago. I got tired of going to the barber, so I decided to give it a shot. I bought it. I had it for like a month or so, and the thing just crapped out on me. So it broke? Yeah. All right. But before it broke, did it actually, were you happy with the, the results? Oh, yeah. I was enjoy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But really? Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So perhaps you can answer this question, Mike. What is the actual cutting device within the Floby? You know what? I'm not 100% sure. I had my uh, mom do it for me the whole time. Mom, can you run my flow before me? Mike. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we don't know. All right. But you uh, you would say it worked when you had it working. Yeah, when it was working, it worked. And okay. then when it crapped on me, I just decided I'm not going to buy it again because I, I got this thing where if I buy something and it breaks, I'm not going to buy it again. Okay. Thank you, Mike. I'm sorry your mom had to do the flow before you. Yeah. Mom! Thanks, mom! Mom, I'm going out! <laughs> Come flow be me! 
Oh, God damn it, you, you got this nightmare. Oh, man. Oh, Gary. Not Gary Floby. Let me go to uh, Carol, who currently uses a Floby. Hi, Carol. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Wonderful, Carol. So how long have you been using your Floby? Well, so I ordered it after the pandemic. I'm a little older, so I remember the commercials. Yeah. And uh, I have short hair, and I need to get my hair cut at least every four weeks. Okay. And so I was like... uh, it was long and shaggy, and I was miserable, and I, I kept thinking about this stupid Floby. <laughs> and so I went online. There were none available, and I kept checking, and I kept checking, and then suddenly they were available, and I ordered them. <laughs> and, and I've cut my hair, my husband's hair, my sister's hair, my mother's hair. So I still use it. I, matter of fact, I just used it on me and my 96-year-old mother this weekend. So you're saying, you're saying that uh, the, the sucker works and is, works for all different hair lengths? Yeah, well, we all have short hair. So oh, I all right. Okay. Anybody with really long hair. Hey. Carol, do you do you have to take it apart and kind of clean the hair out a little bit of the uh, the cutting uh, portion of it? So on the cutting blade, you definitely you put oil on it before you use it. And okay. it's, it's just like clippers. There are blades that go back uh, and forth. And okay. There are things on top of it that you use to determine what length hair you want. And, um, yeah, so really there's not that much cleaning. It goes <laughs> all into the vacuum and... And there's not that much to clean. So it actually does work. No fuss, no muss. No and fuss, you've never no looked muss. better. <laughs> it's a revelation. <laughs> well, Why waste time at the salon when you can cut your own hair at home? <laughs> and you know how much money you'll be saving. You'll save a billion dollars. Right. In the course of one month. Uh, well, well, how much was it, by the way? It was $4. <laughs> how much was it? No, I think it was a. Well, if I remember correctly, it was just a little over $100. $100? Oh, wow. so it skipped like, up. I was going to say like 60 bucks or something like yeah, that. So, All right, $100. Well, what, what, I it, guess it depends on the t- size of the grass catcher. Has, has it uh, paid for itself at this point? Well, it has because I would go every month uh, to get my hair cut. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I It's not obviously not a professional haircut. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you so – you look like Boo Radley right now? <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Sinead <laughs> O'Connor. Oh, it's wow. a very tight cut. Okay. Thank you, Carol. Appreciate it. She looks like Nick, Robert Tobal in To Kill a Mockingbird. What was the text message you had up here about the uh, black listeners? Yeah, it says, uh, hey, I'm one of your loyal uh, black listeners. What the F is a flow <laughs> Uh, yes, I don't think it probably would work, work on African-American I don't think hair. so. No, it's, um, you need it very light and wispy. Yeah, you need flowing uh, hair, I guess, in order for it to work because it really has to, it's got to suck it up and straighten it out. For uh, So I always to... had a, a, a an electric razor, a hair trimmer, you know, when I would, when I would take it down to like one or, right. you know, take it down to its lowest and just like, just buzz it like you did, the Marine cut. Right. Uh, but, um, and that was easy to use. I trimmed my beard this morning. I use an electric razor, so I, I, I use a Do you five. Oh, use, use a five. Yeah, five is, is the number of this. That's, okay. That's fairly tight. You know? Yeah, that and, is and, tight. And also the sides. When I do go to the salon, they um, they use a number five guard okay. uh, to, to trim up the sides. Uh, uh, ear hair, what do you use? Ear hair is, I let it flow, man. Okay. I let it be. I use my flow be. You my do. ear be. <laughs> the ear be. I, you know what? I'm I'm intrigued. It's it's. It's little things like this. You see them on TV. You you get a laugh, but enough people buy them, and you can you can be an entrepreneur. I'm creating something like that. I just got. I just occurred to me. I just got an as seen on TV thing that works. What? If you see it, the commercials are, are are for. If you ever had a zipper break 
on a jacket, oh, on a yeah. coat, yeah. and you get these things that you, you just clamp the zipper. The zipper, it actually separates, and you clamp it down on, on, on the teeth. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, you can, rep- you can, you okay. can replace your zipper without bringing it to a tailor. Excuse me? Okay, so... It, I need to see this. Okay, so um, it's as seen on TV, and there's, okay. it, each packet has like six different size... Zipper, you know, zipper. It's called eggs. fix a zipper. Fix a zipper. Okay, it works. As seen on TV. Hold on, I need to see. Uh, I'll, I'll do. I'll do what I can to describe <laughs> this because I, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding. I, I, I bought a, a, a like a Gore-Tex raincoat, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, the zipper went yeah. up and down twice, and it broke. The yeah, goddamn when you get, thing broke. When you get something you really like, yes. yeah. and then the zipper breaks, or, and I'm like, or like I'm, you sweat, you I lose like, the string, you know. Well, you feel oh, like okay. a dick too because yeah. it's like I just bought this, yes. and so I refuse to, you know, I, I got to do it. And then I saw this thing and say, okay, I'll gamble a stamp, as they say, Preston. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it worked. Okay, so we're looking at uh, fix a zipper at the. Uh, I don't know if this is the ad or this is just somebody using it at home, I guess. But it's your YouTube review. Uh, which, you know what? I check out YouTube reviews yes. quite a bit before yeah. I buy stuff. That's practical. That That's yeah. not, the, the, in other words, the advertiser in, themselves is not giving you the information. Here, Well, this is, do we have an actual commercial no. that you can find, Connor? Okay, so wait yeah, a minute. At the begin, Nick found the commercial. They're so at, pissed. At the beginning <laughs> of it, and I love this. <laughs> And we've talked about this before. Yeah. They yeah. show people who can't zipper something, and yeah. they're going, oh. like, you know, yeah, how yeah. do you do the you, zipper? Well, you just packed your luggage. You're going on a trip, <sighs> and the zipper breaks. What do you do? It's God your damn it! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Holy Christ! <laughs> Why? It's like you found yeah. out you have a baseball-sized tumor. Yeah. The bet. One of the best <laughs> ones I ever saw, though, was when you when you ha- when you need to wash your car. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you got to take the bucket and the sponge yeah. and the hose and the blood and all what? this stuff. On, and the guy's like tripping over things and yeah. he's falling down on the ground. How about you take two trips, a hole? Yeah. How yeah. about how <laughs> about how about you don't be a, a, an an ass yeah. wipe about it? Uh-huh. I mean, or maybe this isn't the guy who should be cleaning his car in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Right. They did a great SNL bit with. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, Kristen Wiig uh, uh, about all these things yeah. you tr- and you try to clean it and of course they always over embellish and they have these massive scowls on their face until yeah. they learn how to use a zipper. Okay, so we're looking at this. There's an adjustable thumb screw on this zipper that you replace. You you actually cut and take the old zipper off. Yes. And then you put this new one on. There's a little thumb screw that you screw it in and it locks it into place and you can you have yourself a new zipper. It's tough enough for a wetsuit. Tough enough for uh, suitcase fixes any zipper. I'm reading this directly from the, the, the graphics that pop up I'm on just the commercial. Not sh- Why haven't they perfected the zipper technology? The zippers suck. And I've, <laughs> I think I've complained on this very show about zippers. But this, they're showing it right here, Preston. The animation is exactly what you do. Okay. You feed it in. You snap it shut on the zipper. And you say, well, how's this going to work the, in the other direction? But it does. Yeah. How it do. did YKK? Oh, I remember this. We end up on the zipper. We've talked about and, this. And they yeah, are did. such mm. a juggernaut when it comes to the zipper world. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I think know. it's like the Chinese uh, manufacturer case or something like YKK? that. YKK? Yeah, 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 because they they're they're on almost every zipper around the world. Yeah, it's got uh, about half of the world's zipper business. There we go. Wow. All right. Well, this this replacement zipper is gonna is gonna revolutionize. All right. Zippers. All right. Okay. Anything else that works from the uh, as seen on TV? 
uh, store or anything that you've seen on TV that is part of that, let us know if it works or not. Okay. And if you're or a, doesn't, if it crapped out on you, a phobia aficionado, we want to hear about that. Yep. So mm-hmm. I have an at-home trick. You mentioned the um, string in your sweatpants. Oh yeah. yeah. So what what happens? Does it get lost on the inside, or does it com- come completely out? It has. I've had both happen before. So it, it takes a little bit of time. Like it's not quick, but um, if he is a wealthy businessman. He doesn't have time. Well, listen, it's not that you could sit and watch a TV show and and okay. string it back through, but you just put a if, if it comes completely out, just put a paper, um, a, a safety pin, like a larger size safety pin on the end, and then you just feed oh, it. Oh, slowly. You feed you it back it through. through. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of, of taking a, a coat hanger and undoing that and Oh, Jesus. Putting it through there what? and tying it one end and then pulling it back out. Well, I've done the safety pin a number of times. And if you get the larger size one, it re- it works well. Okay. And I've I been, mean, listen, sorry, Case, like five minutes. It's not gonna, I, I just mean it's not going to be minutes? like two seconds to get it through. It's not right. going to take you an hour. Right. I have finesse string for a half hour. Just and I spent all. I bought all of my awesome Adidas sweatpants. So Preston, I after <laughs> I finessed that string through the sweatpants. I decided to go through all of my sweatpants, and I'll show you right now, Preston. I tied a, a giant knot right. at the end of each drawstring, so they won't slip back into the hole. So they, yeah, yeah. Because why don't they just do this for me in the first place? Yeah, in the first place, make it too big. Yeah. Do you know what? But yeah. wait a second. Like I mean, most sweatpants, there's elastic in the top of the pants. Yeah. What do you need the drawstring for? In case you put stuff in your pockets. Yeah. That are heavy and weigh it down. So that's what I find a lot is I'll put my wallet, yep. phone, keys, stuff like that. Hundred dollars and change, and it starts pulling. It it pulls yeah. down, oh. and so you need you need that tie string to make sure that it holds on. I usually more times than not, Steve. I like to see how many quarters I can fit in my right pocket. <laughs> yeah, and so you it pulls it down. Yeah. To me, if you have to wear something akin to a holster to keep yeah. your pants up. Mm. Yeah, I just um yeah, but uh, I mean I wear drawstring stuff all the time, and sometimes I'm a drawstring I have, man. I, well, <laughs> I just. I'm a comfort man, and sometimes I have to tie them. I don't have to tie them all the time, and sometimes I you do. You know what I do? I'll yeah. pro- you, you guys will probably think this is sacrilege, but I pull the string out. Uh, you do? Yeah, I, I, I find it annoying. <laughs> well, if you you have stayed, listen, I'm trying to lose weight, right? Yeah. So I bought these pants when I weighed 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. So I'm going to need these drawstrings, hopefully, okay. if, if things keep going the way that they've right. been going. Right. I'm sure as hell going to need these drawstrings. Right. I can see so. that then. Yeah. Cause I'm not getting new pants. I don't think I would ever trust the Floby though. No, no. Come on. Uh, you know what? I no. I Go even, with the Floby. I, I don't even know if I'd try it. Uh, just as a, as a little. Uh, what about as a home colonoscopy kit? I, I mean, it's got the tube in it. Yeah, and it's got so. the, the the razor, the cutters. What do you need that for? Cut polyps out? <laughs> Why not? Okay. This could be trouble down the road. Let's take this All one right. out. Somebody texted and said, "Steve, they make a tactical Floby." <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. I no, they, no, they don't. I couldn't they, find no, one. They, no, let me you tell you something. Get him to buy it. That's all you do is just they slap have, the word tactical on there. They have a Bell and Hal tactical hair cutter, like an electric razor what? for your hair. What it, makes it tactical? Because they put the word tactical oh, on it. Okay. You know, if you're under, if you're taking enemy fire, but you still want to look good. Yeah. You want to make sure you have a tactical hair cutting device. What does the word tactical mean uh, anyway? It means I'm going to buy it. It means yeah. Steve will buy it. It means because you can use it's it tactical. In the it's got to be. I assume that by or my tactics. perception, it's made better. It okay. doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Uh, tactical <laughs> means relating to or constituting actions carefully planned to gain a specific military end. Right. So right. that's where every time I cut my hair with my tactical razor, I know I'm working towards peace in the world. Mm. 
Hang on, I'm going to go to Deb because she used an epilady. We were talking about that earlier. Hi, Deb, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, Deb? Um, I bought an epilady years ago at best, and I tried it, and it was so painful that I wanted to take it back. I took it back to the store. They wouldn't accept it because it was a personal hygiene thing. Sure. So yeah. I, it's got probably your, blood in your flesh. you got it. the roots of your hair in there. Yeah. Wow, I can't, exactly. I haven't exactly. heard the word so best. I, I, yeah, I know, really. But um, I found that if I drank three shots of peach tree schnapps, I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got hammered, oh, you can use your epilady. <laughs> I oh, think geez. I still have it, but I haven't used it in years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Thanks, and Deb. The subject of the comes up Take from care. time to time, and it, it, there's no there's no good outcome to an epilady. Casey, you haven't heard the word what? That best, the store best. In, oh, okay. Like forever. I can't yeah, remember just, when those things went away. A while ago. Those. They had the best catalogs. Remember, Steve? Oh, but I, I do remember that. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. We yeah, talked yeah. about it once. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm not good with um, like tweet like to get my eyebrows tweezed. Like when they would when they do that after they wax, they get like the few stray hairs. Well, or that's why you I, go to Doctor Brow, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't take it. Like I painful. It's not like that painful. It's just like you know, I, like nails on a chalkboard almost. Like that. Like anno- nails like, on a chalkboard. Yeah. It, like I just I don't know. I can't take it. So that. Uh, Epilady seems like that. Like yes. it would be one by one picking the hairs out. Yeah. When you yeah. go to the brow king, what do they do? Well, they they wax your eyebrows. But okay, they, so they don't tweeze you, it. Well, they will tweeze. Like I said, stray hairs or something like What's that. What's the one that, they, that you see at the mall where they use the strings? Oh, threading. Threading. Yes, Casey. I never did that before. That's yeah. one by one. I don't. Right. I never did it because I don't think I could handle it. Right. You yeah, see looks, people saying that when they, look, it looks like they're they're snapping them with a rubber band. Yeah. yeah. They're like boing, ripping boing, them boing. out. By the root, one by one. It's like a jug band there in the uh, mall. That's one of the ones in the mall where I walk to the other side of the hallway because I don't want to be anywhere near them. You know, that that (laughs) and the uh, the Dead Sea Salt one or whatever. Please don't even come near me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're looking at it. Uh, Yeah, they take them out one at a time. I don't know how they do that. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? (laughs) I'm from the East. How do you do that? And how do they shape the eyebrow by doing that? And look at the, the person weird. doing it has eyebrow hairs all over their hands. It's disgusting. Listen, to go back to the Floby, with with George Clooney saying this, how, how many do you think they're going to sell oh my God. on the heels? A of ton. And, yeah. and could you see George doing an infomercial for for the Floby? He does this? Nescafe. He does. Yeah. And he, has, yeah. he, he bought a part of the company. Uh, Isn't I, it Nespresso? Yeah. Nespresso. 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 Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, do you think maybe he owns part of the company and that's why he said that no, he does that? No, but I think he might if he was wise. After this. Now. Yeah, he's yeah. already done an endorsement for it. Can't believe it. One of the best looking men in the world <laughs> uses a Floby to cut his hair regularly. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I'd have the same success, especially because I have no hair. So we bought, we were talking about the, the as seen in, on TV. There's one at the, the Philadelphia Premium Outlets. There's there's the as seen on TV store. Right. I always go in just for the hell of it. Oh, and God, I see yeah. stuff and I'm like, all right, that sounds like a pretty good idea, you know. But I just don't think it'll work. Uh, somebody bought me one time the electric um, fly swatter. Yeah, looks like a tennis racket. Oh, you talked about. Does it work? Well, I don't know. I mean, how? No, no I have one. No, I, it works. It, it's amazing. It does, but but a regular fly swatter works too. Oh no, this zaps them and kills them like on contact. <laughs> no, I know, but so does a fly swatter. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Have I, you seen the I one actually? Like, I just put it right next to it. I was like, <laughs> but you had to swat it on something. You can get, you can zap this thing in midair. Midair. Okay, you, that's the one thing. So yeah, if you're, just wave yeah. it in front of your face. Have you seen the one you. that sits in a stand that that 
revolves so, no. that, so that it's it sits in a stand. It's like a tennis racket, and they fly through the electric field, and they get zapped, and they die. Does it, it just have they just happen to be flying that way, or does it attract them? I, I guess it attracts. Here's them. a couple of uh, idiots on YouTube uh, licking an electric uh, fly. Oh somewhere. yeah, oh, yes, yeah. They, they are uh, their YouTube channel is called Pain Rankers. Okay. All right. Well, then here's another thing. The, what about the thing in your house that you plug into the wall that supposedly expels vermin? What you play? Oh, is it the what, sound? When you right, say vermin, what kind of vermin like are you? Using? Field mice and stuff like that. Yeah, moles. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Just get rats. nine cats. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's I did. true. Yeah, yeah. You could do that too. I do not know, uh, Casey. What was the thing that I saw you wearing recently? Oh, it's called a comfy, right? So you see this thing. Um, I'm looking at it. It's called a, a huggle. huggle hoodie. Uh, that's just a knockoff of of the comfy. Okay. And, well, it's like a snuggie. Yeah, it's no, like a big blanket. It's, a it's like giant, a sweatshirt blanket. It's right? a giant sweatshirt. One size. You can't buy any other sizes. It's just one size. I love it. And so the one you saw me wearing was my wife's. Uh, she is going to get me one, or, or she's going to tell Santa Claus to get me one. For Christmas, ah. because I love it so much. It is super duper comfy, and uh, it's better. Like the Snuggie was a good idea, but bad material, right? But terrible material. Yeah, it, was really it, cheap. it was like tissues. It was, yeah. it was like made out of sham wow. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even. Um, it wasn't warm. I mean, yeah. compared to what this comfy thing is, yeah. Do you, you snuggle up and watch TV with it? I, well, um, I, I've been outside, um, sitting on the front porch, you know, whittling, stuff like that. <laughs> whittling. Yeah, whittling. Yeah. I just like whittle, to whittle. Yeah. Whittle, whittle. whittle. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently it's one of the huge success stories from Shark Tank. Oh. And so Chuck D'Amico is a huge Shark Tank fan, and he said the one thing about the Snuggie, not the Snuggie, the Comfy that worked better than anything else is the fact that um, it's just it's one made size. of human skin. No, it's just that it, that it is one size, so you don't have to, you know, futz with you know sizes and fittings and all that sort of stuff. It's like you get what you get. This is this is the size that it is. Imagine if you're the poor bastard that you buy it and I it's know. actually snug on you. I know. By the <laughs> way, and an overwhelming amount of people are texting in about the bug assault gun. It's a salt gun that yeah. you okay. use to shoot uh, flies with, and I've I've never I didn't. I don't know, but everybody's raving about it. It doesn't really? seem like it made much sense to me. But yeah, it shoots actual little salt crystals I've... and kills them. Um, that kills, sounds cool. Kills flies. So uh, here, somebody says, uh, My ex roommate bought a bunch of those ultrasonic vermin repeaters. And? They do not work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he was carried away by mice in the night. Yeah. Uh, Casey, they have an Eagles version of the mm. of the thing you're talking about. I think my wife told me she's going to get me lever print. What's it called? Uh, comfy. A comfy. C O M F Y. And your wife's going to get your what? Leopard print. Leopard print. Yeah. Okay. So I can feel sexy. I got I a dead so. mouse in my uh, basement somewhere right now. I can't find it anywhere. I should get rid of it. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> your cat but, can't find it. Uh, no, we don't let her in the basement because she finds the uh, little crawl spaces and goes and hides oh, in there. But there's somewhere. There's a dead animal somewhere in my basement, and it's huh. been there since like uh, Thursday or Friday. Is there a device that helps you? Find things like that. I don't know. In other man. words, that that can measure the 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 smell or the. No, I think I I, I have a Terminix account. I was thinking about maybe just calling the exterminator to come out and look for it because it's it, it you're stinks. probably better off just covering all of your those little nooks and crannies that the cat can get into and just let the cat down there. Well, it's the an old house. Dead. It's yeah. an old house, and they're they're all over the place. You know, yeah. so like, why don't you I, just I, seal off the basement? Uh, well, we're gonna finish the basement at some point. You guys are presenting uh, issues that aren't helpful. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, my issue so... is super helpful. No, it's Go not. Cover, cover nook and cranny. Cover no. the nooks and crannies. Break up the windows. Pick up the windows. 
doesn't drywall the door. I could find the dead mouse. <laughs> Your cat just, will find yeah, it. Yeah, just break up the windows and drywall the door. Will the cat find a dead mouse? Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, well, yeah. maybe we'll let her down. Maybe, well, maybe not. Maybe hey, it eats the dead mouse. <laughs> Do me a favor and look That's up. I'm looking true. at a text here. It says the scrub daddy. They're great. And oh, my God. I love them. Invented yeah. by a guy in Falcroft. Preston, you have one at your house. I saw it. What is it? Wait, is we it? It's that, that little sponge that's in the shape of, shape of a, a smiley face? Chuck brought us a whole bunch of them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was called the Scrub Daddy. They're great. Uh, yeah. We also have Scrub Daddy t-shirts. I I thought maybe they were in here. What do you or use the Scrub Chuck... Daddy for? It's cleaning clean, dishes. Cleaning dishes, but it, it's like Finding it's better mice. than the abrasive uh, on the back of a sponge. Because huh. uh, it's 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 free flowing, like it like it's a uh, it's porous. What's the word I'm looking for? Porous. Yeah, I guess so. But um, yeah, that works. What's That's the word for porous? Good. So it, it, it'll hold the suds, and also you can. It's abrasive, and you can you can oh. clean your dishes. And with if it. you don't like the smiley face, they have the regular square. Uh, sponge style. The now inventor as well. is a guy named uh, Aaron Krause. He's the CEO, and he's from Fullcroft, PA. Okay. Wow, yeah, buddy. And he was on Shark Tank as well. No kidding. We, we probably have. I guarantee we have a fair. The people from this area seem to be very active on these shows. I bet you. Well, a number of people <laughs> in this area have Shark Tanked it. We had the other uh, kitty, City Kitty, City Kitty. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, and, and yep. she, she's from this area, which is a it trains your cat to poop on the toilet. You know, man, right? I wish. I wish no. I had a cat that could crap on the toilet. That would be so cool. Know. You know what I bought? Just to show to people. Yeah. Hey, watch this. Yeah, watch. Yeah. And then, the, the, but during a party, he gets up and, and craps in the soup tureen. Right. Um, I would. I would. In the punch bowl. Um, I got a thing called the squatty potty a while ago. Oh yeah, where you put your feet on like the stool, right? It's. Like, you, you try to convince yourself it's working. It's the most un- uncomfortable yes! way to yeah. do it. Thank you. Yeah. It looks dumb to me. Yeah. And I know that they lead it with this scientific discovery. By this angle, if, you're, you'll and, crap better. You know, humans were meant <laughs> to poop this yes, way. The, yeah. and I'm like, As the caveman ah. learned, the turds work better. That does not look good to no. me. No. Okay. Because, and they, they work on the pri- the primitive thing. Primitive man squatted in the in the tall grass <laughs> yeah, yeah, to avoid yeah. attack by pterodactyls. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what does Claire think about it? She didn't. It doesn't work. Okay. I mean, listen. If it does it work, work for some people, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's it's uncomfortable to sit like that. Like you're you're uh, like you're you're in a skiing position, like a downhill skiing position. Well, you're, you're hunched way down. And I, I mean, why not just lower the toilet? Yeah. You know, how are you supposed dishes? to eat that way, Preston? <laughs> yeah. Right. How can you eat? <laughs> how can you eat your dinner that way? Uh, some people's brains just work better than others, and uh, so I'm. And bear with me here for a second because. I would. I went to this warehouse last week for uh, longboard skateboards, but it's actually it's called a handboard. And this guy Donnie invented the handboard, and and the handboard essentially has got different trucks than the normal longboard. So I'm there. I'm getting ready to take a lesson on on how to do this thing. I'm sorry, a handboard. Why ham? H a m b o a r d. Handboard. So think of like stand up paddleboard, like okay. um, but with uh, skateboard. With a ham. <laughs> no, with a ham. But on the road. But on the road. Okay. So uh, I'm I'm waiting for for Donnie to come out. Uh, he's he's grabbing me the, the paddle, and I'm talking to this other guy. And the dude's like, "This guy is brilliant. He worked for NASA, and he Donnie he, Donnie, and and he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame." And I'm like, "Oh, so he was a great basketball player too?" No, he invented a basketball that never goes flat. A basketball that never goes flat. So then he explains to me how this whole thing works. It's a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> 
There are a lot of elements to this story. I'm, I'm, uh, that's why I said bear with me. So that's Johnny, why I said bear with me. Johnny invented the basketball that never goes flat and worked for NASA. And worked for NASA. Like, and now he's doing ham boards. So, but that's just hit, that hit, his brain is just like, well, he'll look at something and go, how can I make this better? Or, or you know, and so the, the basketball thing, I asked him to explain it to me. And basically air molecules in a basketball are so small that eventually they'll make their way out through like osmosis and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So... He uses, like, sulfur hexafluoride, which is heavier than air. So then he had to figure out a, a weight displacement, blah de blah de blah And now he has this invention, and it's a basketball that never goes flat. Wow. And they only cost $1,400 right. a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever see a movie called uh, Flash of Genius? Yes, about the uh, the, the intermittent uh, wipers. wipers yeah. Not a great movie, no. but it's an interesting look at how you go about creating right. a product and how there is espionage in trying to figure Absolutely. out, steal ideas from each other. We, we like talked that. about this. There was, yeah. a, there was a big, I think, a Dateline special a while ago, a couple of years ago, about companies that are completely designed, uh, their whole modus operandi is to target these people steal their ideas yeah. and then and then patent them themselves that's why you have to you have to cover your ass hang on a second here cuz Brienne learned how to do the eyebrow threading while she was in jail <laughs> yes. got to hear this oh, hi Brienne how you doing hey guys how you doing doing wonderful so you were in jail and you learned how to do the eyebrow threading yes um what were you guys using a tampon, or they're not some children a lot of tampons. They use they use the string from a tampon. From a tampon, okay. I cannot make this up. A tampon thing or tablets if I'm wanting to have them. I can't understand what Brianna's saying. Can you guys? You move your mouth a little bit away from the phone if you could. Try it again. Um, they'll take jails that don't allow tampons. They'll take like threading from clothes. There are jails that don't allow tampons? Thank you. Wait. Oh, yeah. Why? Uh, I, I, I'm well, you can't hang yourself it. with a tampon. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> there are jails that don't allow tampons? No, they might hang themselves with their tampon. No, Steve, they'll, they'll, they'll just tie them all together and, and go out the window. <laughs> Is, Is a that serious... a tampon rope? This is a serious question. Do they lace the tampons with some type of drug and use that as a way to get high? Uh, probably in some jails you could probably like soak them in alcohol. Who's yeah, Nick's right. Problem? You can okay. do that. Yeah, but first you got to find alcohol. Keep the alcohol well, you out. Make you want to make it in your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you, you when you're making your chichi with your lamp cords. Yeah, that's a whole industry. Wow. Why don't we have more prisoners designing stuff? For All us? right. So, Brianne, when you're staying in a prison, when you've stayed in the many prisons you've been in, uh, the one that allowed the uh, uh, tampons, you were able to learn how to do the th- eyebrow threading. Yes, and not only is it one of the most painful things I've ever gone through getting it done myself, but it is so complicated. It looks complicated. It's painful, yeah. But you had a lot of time to kill. <laughs> yeah. How how long were you in for, uh, Brianne? Oh, only a couple months, like three or four months. Okay, nothing serious, I hope, right? Was You didn't just rip off someone's <laughs> eyebrows, did you? Oh uh, yeah, very badly. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you turn this into a career once you got out of the out of the can? Uh, definitely not. Okay. All right. Okay. Kathy and I have a bet. Yeah. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Quaker Town, well, right outside of Quaker Town area. Okay. Monco. Okay. There you go. <laughs> See, you both lose. I think Quaker Town's in Monco. Well, you know Brianne, could you think you could do it with the regular with the regular string? Do you think you could do it on someone? No, it's Buxco. It, yeah. It's oh, upper it's Buxco. Buxco. It is yeah. upper Buxco. You win, Kathy. <laughs> Sorry. That's not, it doesn't really count. It's not really where I'm from. Oh, God. 
Brianne, do you think you could do it on someone? Probably not. I mean, if I tried, I could probably get it down again. Yeah, and who wants, who wants so to have you come at them with tampons? Mouth. Wow. Yeah, wow. Tampons Jesus. at your face. <laughs> Hell of a story, Brianne. That is wild. Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You're Thank awesome. You. Bye-bye. Tampons wow. and uh, eyebrow reduction in prison. I, I, I didn't know they didn't allow. You would think that uh, tampons. tampons would be allowed in, uh, in prisons. I, uh, is that mean, like cigarettes and that's stuff? That's a new one to me. I don't yeah. know. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, wow, we're getting a bunch of calls coming in, but we have to. We got to take a break. What uh, feminine hygiene products do they allow in prison? Uh, <laughs> wait, you talking about number six? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I, I gotta go to Joe. He invented something. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I invented a a disguise for a cell phone that looked like an ear. It was a phony prosthetic ear that attached to any cell phone. This was like 15 years ago. Okay. So, if a, so if you were driving in your car talking on the phone, they couldn't couldn't tell you were on the phone because it looked like an ear. So, Joe, it was for obviously the, the, the smaller Bluetooth. phones, right? Yeah. Yeah, not like you couldn't do it with an iPhone unless you were Prince Charles. So, but I mean, for a smaller phone, you could set it in the prosthetic ear, right? Or, or was it a Bluetooth attachment? No, no, no. It was a it was a prosthetic rubber ear that I sent. I, I made like eight thousand of them. Oh my I god! Made them in China, and I had them uh, uh, attached to like an elastic band that fit any cell phone. So you could oh, really like even an iPhone. Yeah. I, and, so uh, so uh, I made so an iPhone. so it would fit any phone. And they're still around in some places, but I made my money back. I had fun with it. So okay, okay so it, we're looking at something that's an, a, a fake ear on the on a iPhone case, and you'd put the strap around so it would look like it would look like your ear on the other side of the phone. I like this invention. Yeah, yeah if you guys want to see some, I'll, I'll send you. Yeah. Oh, please, please, yes, Joe. How many did you sell? Well, I made about eight thousand. I got about four thousand left over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Please, dude, if you could, yeah, we would love that. That, that I think that's ingenious. I mean, can we? Maybe I'll come up with like a gift guide, and we can put uh, Joe's yes. rubber ear on it. Oh my god. Yeah, so I went to Spencer Gifts, and I had an appointment with Spencer Gifts. I, I shoved it to them over the phone, and they wanted to meet with me. So I went and met with them. Their headquarters is in just outside Atlantic City. Really? Yeah. Spencer's? Yeah, um, Spencer Gifts. The headquarters is just outside Atlantic City in Pleasantville. So, Joe, where where does one so keep? Adam, oh, go ahead, go ahead, continue. No, go ahead. Ask a question. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what? Where does one store four thousand prosthetic ears? <laughs> Rubber ears in my garage. And my kids were like, "Dad, what are you doing?" I said, hey, man, you got to take a shot. Yeah. A yes, shot. yeah, dude, that you is the entrepreneurial dude, spirit. The guy who made Billy Bob Teeth yeah. made like a hundred million dollars yeah. on it, or something yeah. and ridiculous. If you think about it, if you think about it, if you accessorize a phone, there's got to be three billion phones in the world. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you can accessorize a phone, you're in the money. Yeah, you get one percent of that three billion. You're doing yeah. pretty you're good. Exactly right. That's the way you Joe, do it. Are they so still? Are they so still for sale? Bad or not for sale? I mean, if you want a hundred of them, I'll send them. To you. <laughs> but I mean, you don't have like a, where somebody could purchase it. The four thousand oh, from your garage. Well, I'm sorry. Say it again. You don't have any website or anything up. I mean, you have four thousand no, left. No, I used to. I used to. I oh. I called it. 
I had a, a website. It was called phonyear.com. Okay. <laughs> Got the name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. P-H-O-N-E-Y, ear. All right, well, wait a, wait a second. I'm going to suggest this, Joe. You may want to reactivate it. We're all laughing at, at the concept. You may want to, just as a novelty, I think even if you were just to sell it as a phone cover with an ear on the back of it is hilarious. Yeah. So that yeah, when you're, So when you're holding the phone up, just for people who are holding the phone up anyway, not even for duplicitous reasons, I think it'd be hilarious to see an ear on the other side of the cover. You may want to. You may want to see about reactivating. Will that. it work on on today's phones? Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, they have covers now that have ears on them. I mean, it's not as funny as it was. I thought the prosthetic ear, the 3D look, and all that was the funniest thing ever. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I think now it is. They're just putting pictures of ears on phones. No. What does your uh, What does your wife think of the uh, four thousand ears in your garage right now? <laughs> Oh, she just, she laughs at me all the time. That's right. She sells tampons to prisoners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I say, hey, I'm an inventor. You could, you know, put that on my tombstone. I'm an inventor. You are, and I admire that spirit. Joe, did you, did you initially, did you do any different ethnicities, or, or were you waiting to see how it took off, and then maybe you would expand into uh, that? I was waiting to see how it took off. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, right. wise man. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I commend that. That's yeah. a great idea. It just didn't, it just, it was at the wrong time. Yeah, there's a company just it's in Lansdale that uh, that helped make them. They're uh, called Callen Industries. Okay, so okay. you you came with the idea and they realized it in. Yep. The rubber. Okay, wow. All right. Wow. Yeah, yeah great. Joe. It's great. It's great experience. Great please, experience. please send us a few. We're 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 dying to see what these look like. Okay. Okay. So what do I do? Just send them to MMR. Yeah. Just yes. go to WMMR.com and and look in the uh, contact information. You'll find our mailing address. You got it. You're the man. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Maybe we can help him out and do a New Year's New Year's giveaway. Listen, we New Year's giveaway. (laughs) I like it. We had talked about doing a thing called the Shart Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we never, it's a concept. We never got around to doing it. Let's follow through with it. If there's enough people that have, like, Joe's stupid idea of a product. Which is brilliant. And we can even, we'll have to talk about how we, even, even just the idea alone. Yeah. Could be worth doing it as opposed to actually having a physical product made and bringing it to us. A shart tank. Right. We'll get and the pe- we'd be the sharts. We'll get our sharts. Yeah, we'll be some of the sharts and maybe have yeah. one 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 or two authentic shart or, or experts on on ideas. Oh, maybe, you mean actual follow through on it? I maybe, didn't think about that. Maybe somebody from Spencer's Preston. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody from Corporate Spencer's maybe, maybe. who can be one of our 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 our, our, our sharts. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad idea. Wow, interesting. All right, uh, well, listen, we got to wrap after that. Uh, but uh, thank you for the calls. But George Clooney, that's how we got started, actually uses a Floby. He's had one for like 25 years, says that's how he cuts his hair. Wow. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. I had a huge collection of great stories uh, in the bizarre file from the past few days. I'll share them with you when we get back. WMMR, polluting more than just the airwaves. Hear us at WMMR.com on our mobile app, smart speakers, and radio.com. All right, we got beat file stories to get to. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, we're going to start with the story of an unlucky and lucky sailor, both at the same time, because he was rescued at sea after his 32-foot boat sank 86 miles off the Cape, off of uh, Cape Canaveral, oh Florida. Yeah, 86 miles out. This guy named Stuart B., 62 years old, 
clung to the wreckage of his boat from sometime late Friday to Sunday morning. Just the bow of the ship was sticking up, sticking up out of the water. It's, it's a wild way that the boat was still floating. And a passing container ship spotted him and picked him up. Uh, the container ship's crew was on the lookout for him uh, since U.S. Coast Guard had sent out an alert. And he had his thumb out. Uh, he had a thumb. He yeah, was, hit, the, he was yeah, yeah. needed a ride. <laughs> Got to need a lift. That's amazing. But they managed to get him, got out of there. He's doing all right. To see stuff on the water, just to, to, even to oh. keep your eyes out, it's almost impossible. It, it is because it's just yeah. massive. It's everywhere, and it's hard to see it. So he made it back safe and sound. Uh, a thing, I, could, I had to have one of these in the B-file. A Thanksgiving morning fire sparked by efforts to deep fry a turkey. There you go. Spread through three buildings oh. and displaced more than two dozen people and injured at least one on <laughs> Thursday. The New Bedford Fire Department said on its Facebook page that it responded to the blaze just before 10 a.m. Officials said that three structures were involved in the blaze, displacing about 27 people and sending one person to the hospital with unknown injuries. The fire remains under investigation. So we knew it was going to happen, and there it did, yes. A Florida woman savagely hacked a man with a machete in his own bedroom during a psychotic attempt to convince his wife to run away with her. So she wanted the wife? Yes. Alana J. Gibson is facing charges of attempted murder, armed burglary, battery, and fleeing to elude. After deputies responded to the couple's home just after midnight Sunday and found a a shattered bedroom window. Gibson, who worked with the man's wife, broke into the residence and attacked the male victim with a machete as he was asleep. Like, she cut him up good. Oh, my God. Witnesses told investigators... machete. That Gibson then uh, began to strangle the man's wife as she tried to stop the onslaught. Well, uh, didn't she like the wife? She did, but the wife was trying to save the husband, and so she got into, they got into a little tip. How about writing flowery poetry and stuff like that and sending candy? Gibson then fled the home in a white pickup truck and led deputies on a car chase into a neighboring county where she was ultimately apprehended. Investigators also recovered a slew of weapons at the couple's home, including a machete, an axe, a compound bow, and several arrows. Uh Gibson later admitted during the interview with investigators she planned to kill the man and then convince his wife to run away with her. Listen, I know this is weird, but uh, do you like me? The Mm -hmm. victim, who was not identified, was taken to a hospital and remained in stable condition. All right, here's another Florida story. A Florida Keys woman recently told deputies that several men had arrived to her home saying that they were responding to an advertising on a dating website that said, Fresh Meth Tonight. (laughs) Some of the men who also sent nude photos of themselves to her cell phone were responding to a fake profile with an open invitation for brief sexual encounters, the deputy said. So meth and sex. Yeah. A detective's investigation revealed the 36-year-old woman who lives in Key West had been the victim of Vanessa Marie Huckaba, the, uh, who had published her home address and mobile phone number on a fake profile. Huh. According to Deputy Cat Donovan, one vic- the victim was granted a restraining order against Huckaba on sure. October 28th after a series of threatening text messages that she had received on October 21st. So let me get this straight. No mess. And no sex. <laughs> uh, the victim told Donovan that her only connection to Huckabah was that she was dating a man who had dated her. 
One of Huggova's alleged text messages read, You think texts are bad? Next is your house and your job. Huh. Despite the restraining order, deputies found Huggova had used the victim's personal information to set up a fake profile on the dating site. Deputies arrested Huggova on Saturday, and she's facing charges of sending harassing phone calls, texts, and cyber-stalking as well. And she has a big, smiley uh, mugshot, too. Hey! Mm-hmm. It was fun. My name's Huggova. Uh, all right, how about this one? Uh <laughs> A 59-year-old man in Zelengrad, Russia, uh, lived with serious nose-breathing difficulties for over half a century because a coin he had shoved up his nose as a child was still there. He forgot about it over the years. I wonder where I went with coin. Doctors recently... Could have been butter nose. uh, ...reported the strange case of a patient who said that he had been completely unable to breathe through his right nostril for several months. A CT scan showed that the right nasal passage was completely blocked by a foreign body of stony uh, density stuck in the posterior close to the uh, nasopharynx. How come it never caused an issue before? Well, a more common curvature of the septum was also observed, but it would not have obstructed the nasal passage completely all by itself. The foreign object was the problem, but the deviated septum had emphasized the breathing difficulties to the point where the patient had no choice but to seek help. I'm having trouble bleeding. The 59-year-old patient had never told the doctors that a foreign object might be the cause of his breathing troubles, but that's only because he had no idea himself. It was only after seeing the scan and the mysterious round object that the unnamed man recalled playing with a small one kopeck coin and shoving it in his nose when he was about six years old. Oh, and because man. his mother was very strict, he was too afraid to tell her that the coin had gotten stuck in his right nostril. So he just left it there, and as time went by, he forgot about he it. He forgot about a coin in his nose. Doctors were skeptical about his story at first, but after removing the coin during an endoscopic operation, which lasted an hour and a half, and examining it, they started to believe them. The rhinolith nasal stone that usually forms around foreign objects on the metal coin indicated that the object had been in the man's nose for quite some time and half a century didn't seem that unlikely anymore. My God. Mm -hmm. All the things that would have affected. Doctors said that the man was lucky to regain full nasal breathing capacity and avoid serious complications caused by foreign objects for so long. In such cases, various intracranial and purulent septic complications may occur. There you go. But the 59-year-old didn't experience anything but breathing difficulties. Just that. That's why it was able to stay in there for a second. That's miraculous. Yep, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. I want to remind you, we have a new Word of the Week prize this week, and it's an awesome one. We have a limited edition Red Sparkle Telecaster that is signed by Gavin Rossdale of Bush. And we're also going to give you a download of the new album. And we're also going to give you virtual arena show tour t-shirts as well. So the letter at the end of the program, giving away the Word of the Week prize at the end of the week. We'll be back in just a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Steven Singer is excited to introduce to you his most loved engagement ring, Krista. Choose a metal color and carrot size at the perfect price. IHateStevenSinger.com Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, I have a follow-up story. And you guys may have seen the information about this, but there's a little bit behind it. Uh, that shiny metal monolith that was in uh, Utah. Yes, oh, yeah. the, uh, the 2001 and sp- or 
inspired uh, monolith. Seems to be, yeah. yeah. The state's Bureau of Land Management uh, had said that the monolith was removed by an unknown party sometime on Friday night, so it's gone. Yeah. Do you do you find it hard to believe that they wouldn't have put out some sort of surveillance system to see if someone would come take it away? I maybe so they could find out who it was because they did it illegally right. you know, in the first place. But I'm surprised that the Bureau of Land Management just didn't remove it themselves because it wasn't supposed to be there. Do you think the Bureau of Land Management might have been having some fun just to give people something to? No, that I don't because if if. They're if somebody had gotten people. lost or killed on the way to look for that, then they would have been held responsible. I don't think they'd take a risk like well, that. Well, then they would just go, it's not us. Well, we didn't. Do it. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, the statement said the BLM did not remove the structure, which is considered private property. Uh, private property? Okay. Uh, they, they, I, we'd asked that, and we thought it was on public property. Yeah. Uh, the monolith was... And why uh, would the Bureau... Mom, who the hell knows? First discovered November eighteenth. The location was not disclosed because authorities said that they didn't want curiosity seekers to become stranded in the remote landscape and need to be rescued. But of course, that didn't stop some. Several people already successfully located the monolith tucked in a red rock uh, slot canyon south of Moab. By the way, so hey, do we have our? Uh, do we have the 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 other version oh, of, of two thousand one? That's yeah. my favorite one. Um, so. It- it was first viewed from the air, right? There were helicopters, I guess. In yeah, the, they were and they spotted sheep counting. It. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they saw it. So it was it was kind of in a in a in a, in a again a two thousand one inspired location where the monolith first appears in two thousand one is in an area that looks similar to this. Yeah, I mean they they clearly paid homage to this. Um, which, by the way, this isn't the first one, and I'll tell you about that at the end of this. Uh, so uh, there, um, apparently, uh, the trek to get there involved driving in the darkness over rocky terrain and verifying GPS coordinates, uh, according to three people who went to see it. Uh, at least one explorer got lost at first, but the trip was worth it, they say, even if the monolith wasn't the work of aliens. David Serber may have been among the very first to view the monolith in person. The coordinates to the monolith were circulating on Reddit, but none of the users could confirm that they are correct. So Serber volunteered to find out the coordinates were indeed correct. And Serber eagerly shared the results of his visit with 200 Reddit users who had flooded his inbox. Uh, so I posted about this story yesterday on Twitter, and uh, it got some interesting responses, one of which was uh, from a woman named Betty Jean. And Steve, you're not going to like this at all, because she says that... Uh, this keeps reminding her that she'll never get those four hours of her life back from wor- watching the worst movie ever <laughs> in reference to 2001. And she yeah. says she watched it twice because she thought she might have missed something uh, because of how uh, much everybody raved about it the first time well, around. She, she watched it again? She watched it again, yeah. And and I feel bad for her uh, because okay. she hates your favorite movie. And, I'm, and, and some people just don't. Just don't get it. Yeah, I get it. That's fine. I don't get it. I, it's I never, fine. I never really never, liked it, but, okay. I, but I don't I get beat the, up on it or anything like that, but it didn't speak to me. Just for somebody to call it the worst movie ever, <laughs> for, for Steve to think of it as his favorite movie Let me tell you something. Time. When it first came out, there were a number of critics, oh, yeah? top-level critics, that panned it and then watched it again and went, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, and uh, the, the, I think one of the greatest things is uh, Fellini, Federico Fellini, La Strada and all these Movies that were considered incomprehensible um, when he saw 2001, as you know, he he sent a note along to Stanley Kubrick and said, I loved your film, but I don't get it. 
So, uh, you know, it was sort of his commentary on it. Uh, so anyhow, among the findings of this particular monolith, they, it wasn't magnetic or solid. Uh, this guy said it sounded like a cardboard box when he knocked on it. Cardboard box? Oh. Well, Charlie Sheen kind of there. On, on, yeah, it's a freaking cardboard box. <laughs> freaking monolith made out of cardboard. Uh, he also shared step-by-step instructions for the drive out. Freaking warlocks. To the monolith. So maybe maybe warlocks. Warlocks. Freaking cardboard. But here's here's an interesting thing. So um, Seattle yes. had a similar mystery two decades ago. On the morning of January 1st, 2001. Now, this would have been directly in response to right, yes. so, Yeah, the anniversary. So the movie but, itself came out in 68. But it was yeah, yeah. referenced 2001. Uh, Magnuson Park visitors discovered a metallic monolith atop Kite Hill. The oblong Freaking object Kite Hill. measures <laughs> approximately three feet wide, nine feet tall, and appears to be hollow, which seems like that's about the dimensions of this thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, there's a local company. Uh, I forget the guy's name. I should get it and, and thank him for offering. But they 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 would were uh, going to offer a monolith for my yard. Oh, you should do wow. it. Four thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh, they offer that. Made well, of what? Yeah, I mean, so made it, out of what? Uh, well, made out of durable stuff, and I appreciate. I'm sure their quality of their well, their sure. monolith is better than cardboard. Yeah, uh, but, 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 using silver, argentium. Well, <laughs> Argentium, uh, okay. This stuff is very rare. Four grand. <laughs> well, you want to make it actual size, yeah. you know. And I'm, but maybe if it actually did something besides just sit there and be a monolith, if it could evolve my intellect the way it did in two thousand one, then uh, that'd be cool. Uh, so anyhow, uh, apparently the indication of the identity of the creators of the one in Seattle uh, was never found out as well. So that one was made out of churros. Okay, yeah. Those are delightful. They are delicious. Yeah. I, I I love stuff like this. I think the um, I think it's fun little mysteries and yeah. little fun things that you know. Compared to we, of course, we had a lengthy discussion on uh, on Wednesday about uh, you know these these different things that mysteries, end up around the yeah. like twenty B tiles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it adds spice to life, whether it is anything or nothing. You gotta, you have to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, you know obviously had that discussion on Wednesday, and I got an email from a guy who. I can't remember the dude's name, but uh, this guy single-handedly built this. It's called the Coral Castle in Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was on In Search Of. Uh, yes. That, that was one of the big uh, episodes of that, and they were curious as to how he was able to move these multi-ton yeah. uh, pieces of coral. and, and That he had cracked the code that the ancient Egyptians The coral code. To, <laughs> the coral right. code. And it turns out years and years afterwards, they, they kind of... Said he used a system of, of pulleys and, right. and yeah, things like cheated. that, and was and was able to do it on his own. Right, but, but it had, would just been a lot of work to do it. Yeah, and and it did. It took him years and years and years. He and also later built an international house of pancakes. The world around. <laughs> uh, I would like to go to this place sometime, Case, and I've I've, I've forgotten about I, that. I'm glad you brought that up, Preston. If it's the largest rubber ball, rubber, rubber band ball, or the I, I don't care what it is, I'm a sucker for anything like this. Mm. So you know, yeah, I want to go see it. Yeah. You guys ever been to Carhenge? In uh, it's near Amarillo, where they're stacked vertically. Yeah, yeah I know. I've heard. I, I, it's I, neat. I, I was near it. I didn't go to. I should have gone to it. I uh, I drove across the country in ninety. You guys familiar? Ninety six, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, these it's in old, the shape of Stonehenge. Yeah. yeah, and all these cars are sticking out of the. Uh, 
Actually, there might be more than one because the the, um, the screen uh, here in the studio is showing one that that's not the one that I saw. The one that I saw was uh, a bunch of cars in a row sticking yeah. out of the, the desert floor. Oh. And um, but this one looks more like Stonehenge. So maybe there's uh, more than one. But anyway, it's neat. It was, you know, it was a half hour out of the way. You spend 10 minutes there. You walk around, take a couple pictures and then you're gone. You know, the slogan is Druids sell them for less. <laughs> <laughs> Druids, sell them for less. <laughs> God. All right. So anyhow, the monolith is gone. Oh. Uh, look at yeah. This is a picture of car hinge. Yeah, yeah, Nick, that's pretty cool. It was neat. I never want for once thought that the monolith was like put there by aliens no. or anything like that. No. But though they were, I hoped in two thousand one they were. I know. So when the when the, when primitive man touches the monolith, he learns how to make use tools he used the tools to regain a watering hole yeah and then on the moon man touches the monolith on the moon and it sends a transmission to the aliens that we've reached that next level and then they go to jupiter and they touch the and they land on the monolith there one astronaut and he evolves he becomes the star child at the end of it mm-hmm. it's just like uh the the notebook <laughs> it's so sad it's a yeah. lot like that um, I realize that I am sifting through the junk Are you the sifter? Oh, oh, I didn't know it was no, a junk The sifter. I only have so many theme songs, Steve. I know, man. I'm the I'm sifter. There's a finite amount of music. Wow. All right. Also, something happened over the weekend was uh, the Mike Tyson uh, and Roy Jones Jr. fight. Kathy watched it. Pay-per-view, right? Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> it, it was it, yeah, it was kind of a boring fight. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that they neither one of them got knocked out. I thought they were too old to to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah they were like fighting. I... They were fighting. I thought they were pretty consistent. I, from what I was seeing, training film wise, Tyson looked like he was going to tear him apart. Well, so yeah, that's why I wanted to watch it, Kath, because I had seen these training videos. I'm like, this dude is. He's still got it, yeah. and he is going to destroy whoever he goes up against. And. I don't know, Kath. Mm-hmm. When I saw Tyson enter the ring, and I saw the look in his eyes, and as it turns out, he was high. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was like, Yo, he looks scared. I don't know uh, if you really? thought that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think he looked scared, but uh, he was scared. He was running out of pot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, Roy Jones was tired after the first two minutes, yeah. and he was tired for the entire thing. And that's when I thought this guy can't get knocked out. Like wow. it would just not be. A good thing. However, after the fight, when they when they talked to them, it was the most loving. Yeah. Thi- like th- I think they were so proud of themselves and yeah. that they lasted. Yeah. All of those Give me rounds. A kiss. Yeah. That they were like <laughs> no. so yeah. excited that they did it. That's cool. Yeah. They asked uh, Tyson, "Hey, are are you okay with the draw?" And Tyson was like, "Yeah, I'm cool with the draw. Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah, this is great. Yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah. Yeah." I only saw uh, quick scenes of it, but uh, Mike looked like he was moving well. He was bobbing and weaving, you know, the way he he did. And, and so, uh, but I guess he just wasn't connecting. He wasn't connecting, um, and Roy would... Um, he would just hold him up. Yeah, he wrapped him up. Every single time. <laughs> it was smart, man. It was boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it yeah. was boring. I mean, the real highlight of the night was that Nate Robinson guy getting knocked oh, out cold man. by... Jake, uh, Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. That one. That was, I was like, he wasn't moving for a long time. Yeah. So so Jake Paul uh, came in and just started picking up boxing. It became his thing. And he's faced off against a couple of hip-hop artists. And uh, This was yeah. his second, quote-unquote, legitimate fight. Right. And so he's 2-0, and oh, but he apparently is better at boxing than Nate Robinson is. He's but- also 6-1, <clears throat> and Nate Robinson's 5-9. So well, I don't care if Nate Robinson's a former professional athlete or not. Right, and, and I think a lot of people were pointing out over the weekend that um, this is why you have to take boxing seriously, because yeah. he, he could have been killed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, they kept saying you don't play boxing. Right. No. Yep, absolutely. 
Uh, Words so, to live by. So it was a draw. It ended up being a draw. And, and uh, But I heard that uh, the big thing, and I didn't watch it, so you guys are going to have to tell me that the big star was a Snoop Dogg doing the play by uh, the, the color commentary or play-by-play. Play. <laughs> yeah, he, um, you know, listen, it's pay-per-view, so he can say whatever he wants, but uh, he's dropping F-bombs. and uh, <laughs> I thought he was annoying. Did you? Yeah. You didn't like it? Uh, okay. No. Because, and also because either he was speaking low or his mic wasn't loud enough, but it was, yeah, were, I found him annoying. They were Now, I, I only saw clips, but they were padding audience response. Were they had, uh, did they have crowd noise padded? Yeah, you I know, saw there was know. one spectator. It was Madeline Albright. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. She passed away. Yeah, yeah. Is she still alive? <laughs> she's still alive, yeah. She's still alive? Oh, thank God. You're thinking of uh, uh, RBG. No, I know she's dead. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so here's the deal. Like, Snoop was... T- but then he went up and did his, his performance in between and the he- Robinson-Paul uh, fight and the, and the Tyson fight. Was it worth a damn? Uh, the, it was all right. I mean, he's like, drop it like it's hot. I don't I never really care for that song. I thought it was okay. But, dude, he's just smoking a blunt, you know? Wait, and uh, doesn't he have, like, a Nickelodeon show or something like that right now? He has a show with uh, Martha Stewart. He has, a, I think yeah. he has a kid show as well. Yeah, like, I, he was smoking a blunt and yeah. cursing his brains out. And I'm like, wait a minute. Kids look up to this dude. Snoop can do that. <laughs> he's at a point where he can do whatever he wants to do for the he's, most part. He's more a brand now than anything. Uh, another sports story uh, from the junk tour. And uh, maybe you guys saw this, but uh, the Formula One driver. Yes. Uh, Romain Grosjean. Uh, his car, he crashed his car. It thing, the thing split in half. Yes, the cockpit is, I mean, big orange fireball, and lit for a while before they get over to him. And he crawls, and he's okay, dude. He has some burns on the backs of his hands. I don't know. So obviously, those suits, suits? are obviously meant to be flame retardant, but yeah. they, they're not meant to be flame retardant forever right and all, but that also even if you're in a flame retardant yeah. suit it gets hot yeah. dude yeah. and the fact in in his hands i would imagine are one of the least protected parts but he is okay and i saw a video of him this morning uh saying that he's all right and and uh, speaking to his fans and everything but uh, I, I didn't think whoa i didn't un- see this until i see, yeah wait do you see this case so we're mm. watching the video of it right now it's a huge fireball and it stays lit for a while in case you don't see him until they get over and they start spraying down the car. And he gets out and he's he's walking under his own power. That's but it crazy. looked like he just came out of the, the pits of hell. And when he's stepping over the guardrail, I mean, his ass is about a you know a foot away from the, the flames, yeah. which he was just sitting in. Yeah. That's ama- amazing stuff, whatever they they're wearing. To, I don't, why is the fuel so flammable? Uh, I don't know to get him to go. High that performance, yeah. So, Do you think I mean, maybe they'll they'll end up switching to? And that was a terrible joke by me, by the way. Um, oh, that the, was a joke. It right. was it was my attempt, Preston. I've been off for a few days. Okay. <laughs> Once he gets up, though, <laughs> it'll be as slick and smooth as you've always expected. I thought you were serious. <laughs> so did I. Because there there's fuel that's not flammable. I mean, like, isn't jet fuel not flammable? Well, also yeah, different well, different fuel burns at different temperatures. At a different right, temperature. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. The fu- jet fuel burns at a really really high temperature. Okay. So, but. It's so his question flammable. was, your joke was legitimate, a legitimate question. Yeah, well, it leads to a legit question, which so is... Joke how- more, you'll get legitimate questions. <laughs> uh, how soon do you think all these cars, NASCAR, Formula One, go will, electric? Go, will go electric? Yeah. So we've we had this conversation with a few of the race drivers that have been through here because they can get astonishing speeds. Sure. Mm-hmm. But there is, you know, the same way that there's still horse racing in a world of cars. Exactly. Um, there will always yeah, be yeah. competition yeah. amongst those things. The wild one is when, and I forgot, I don't know if it's ethyl, ethyl, ethyl alcohol or whatever that, that 
catches on fire with no flame. Yes. You can't right. see it. It's invisible. Yes. And those guys are, you, you see them waving their hands like, I am on fire like right Ricky Bobby. now. <laughs> like what? Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, guys popping and locking. Yep, yep. Uh, so, but this guy's okay. So uh, it's it's pretty crazy footage that I, happened over the weekend. I mean, traveling at that speed, those cars in Tall. particular are 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 to me are, are yeah the Formula the, ones. the ones that I think I don't even know how in in a hot rod in in, in drag racing when yeah. you have that that bomb sitting behind you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that stuff now they do have electric um, hot rod race cars yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what they call them because in in racing it's called top fuel. Uh, I don't know what they call it in uh, in uh, electric parlance. Yeah, know, as far as uh, those those ones that are doing just the the drag. So, wow, interesting. All right, let me see what else I got here for you because there were a bunch of stories. For you. Okay. Attention, dive, dive, dive. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go with something in the water. Okay, right. since you hit that. This is sad. The largest female whale shark at Georgia Aquarium died. Ah, massive shark named Trixie. They had a whale shark at an aquarium. They had their size. How the hell do you do that? I think they, Steve, they, they might be some out? of the only ones in captivity. It's very rare. Now, I have heard. I was told. Was it in the parking lot? No, it's in the aquarium. Oh, the Atlanta, the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta. I've been told by divers. That it is the you can go and dive there. It really? is the coolest oh, no way. diving experience in the world, I've heard. So. And how big is the main tank if it can accommodate a whale it's, shark? It's got to be beyond mass. Hundred gallons. Now, maybe maybe a hundred <laughs> gallons least. or more. What do you do with that body after she passes That's away? That's what I was wondering. Well, because... you have the annual whale shark barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Um That's good eating. <laughs> no, she's real she... good, Earl. What is this? It's whale shark. It's uh she died on Friday after having difficulty navigating the habitat earlier in the day and her health declined quickly. I don't know if it's any big that much bigger than a an orca whale. And yes, it is. It, I was just looking oh, at yeah. a picture. Okay, so it is that big? It is the largest fish in the world. Okay, so it's a whale and not a shark. They can, no. or it's a whale, no, 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 a shark it's, and not a whale. No, it, it's a it's fish. a dessert topping. It's 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 a fish, meaning that it breathes water. It's not a mammal, yeah. right? All right, so but they call it a whale shark, and I don't know why it has. They they went with that name, maybe whale because of the size. It is part of the shark family. Shark because of the similar features, but okay. it um, uh, it feeds on just you know like plankton and and. Uh, uh, um, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. No, not SpongeBob. I've forgotten what else. I know that I... Krill something? Yeah. Yeah. I had mentioned this recently. I don't know if it was on the show, but I had never seen a whale with my own two eyes before, not even an orca whale, Um, and that has all changed. I saw my first whale... Uh, two weeks ago, it was a Kathy. You probably know about this, a beached whale in Seattle City. Have oh, you ever yeah. seen it? About that, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was dead though. Oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. And, Still saw a whale. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was across the bay. Yeah. When you go over over the Seattle Bridge, it's on the bay side and not the uh, the ocean side. Yeah, and they said they couldn't get it out of there because there were so many sharks feeding on it. Dynamite. No. Yeah, but that the sharks <laughs> only feed on it. To a certain extent, and then they'll leave. So they had to wait for them to leave. Oh, okay. was it a humpback? I don't know what it, it was. It looks like a humpback, Nick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, mm. Casey, you should go on a whale watch sometime. And, and not the one off of Cape May, because really you, you only ever see uh, Massachusetts, dolphins. maybe? Yeah, you see, yeah. Like, they're like smoking. They're, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The ones off in uh, Cape Ann. And, well, how far out do they go? Because I don't want to be. Pretty far. Yeah, Case, I don't want to do that. Go, like Nick said, also, if you go to whale, if you whale watch off of Montauk, Long Island, or if you whale watch at Boston, uh, Boston actually yielded the greatest whale watching experience I've ever had. 
They go out into the shallows. It's not that that far out. But I mean, we were one right after another, really, all, all yeah. around, and they're coming up. And when they, before they start to come up, the water actually turns green because they're stirring everything up. That's mm-hmm. cool. And they, they come up, and you really can appreciate the enormity. My, when I first met my wife, she was with a group called Okinos, and they would go off Montauk and do the whale watching. And it's it's I just don't want to. I want it's amazing. If I went out in, on a boat in the ocean, I want to still see land. And yeah, you do. Like yeah. the one off of Cape Cod that I did, uh, like a pro- Provincetown, it's, you're not that far out. And uh, okay. it's just, it's a great way to spend a half a day. I, I was supposed to do one uh, this summer when I went on vacation with my son and the seas were too rough, so we couldn't go out and do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you're out for, you go an hour out, but you can still see land. It's okay. amazing. Yeah. It is. It's uh, so much fun. And you really, again, you when you see the eye, you know, the, the yeah. and, and they're, they're, they appear to be looking at you and yeah. they say, hi, Casey. Oh, give me. Crazy eye. Hi, Casey. <laughs> uh, by the way, Can you Tri- still see the land? Uh, Trixie was one of the aquarium's first whale sharks and has been a star in its 6.3 million gallon ocean Voyager exhibit. Oh, I was off. Since 2006. <laughs> by the way, the, uh, it is, the whale shark holds many records for size in the animal kingdom, most notably being by far the largest living non-mammalian uh, vertebrate. Uh, mammalian sounds like something uh, that uh, Johnny Depp would say. Yeah. Uh, that's how much he, mammalian. he made that in his <laughs> last <laughs> movie. When he, he had a stutter. 20 mammalian. <laughs> how much did Amber get? How many mammalian? <laughs> He's so upset he yeah. started stuttering <laughs> over that whole now thing. Now I'm going to poop in the bed. Uh, it's a soul member. All right, it goes on. to, to but, but it gets huge. So it, it ranges in length between 18 and 32 feet but can grow more than 60 feet long. So what else was in this tank with it with the whale shark? Oh, I would imagine loads of stuff. Uh, whale Angel sharks fish? are the largest fish fish species in the world oh, and enlisted by and listed as endangered by the International Union of Conservation of Nature. So what I thought would be impressive to see in the in the ocean would be the uh, the, the great manta ray. Yes, they get right. huge yeah, as absolutely. well. Yeah. yeah, Nick, the Cape May Whale Watcher posted yesterday that they mm-hmm. found two humpback whales oh, cool. uh, on Saturday. Good. Okay. So they are. Um, they do find them. Is this the season for whale watching? No, this is the season for people pleasing. Yeah, mm. come on, Preston, <laughs> and, you no, know that. In the summertime, um, colder water. So you, that's why you want to go north, like Cape Ann, Cape Cod, those places up in Maine. Uh, so that like July and August. But now maybe it's a good time to do off of Cape May. But they're they're migratory, so you can go down and see them in um, the Virgin Islands in uh, in certain times of the year. And then like I they, was in the summer, Nick, when I saw them off of Boston, and they they there were you go. They, they were going. I mean, honestly. Uh, again, you know, you've been a couple times. It, yeah. it, it, you have to just go see it. I, uh, the, you, there's only so much you can say about how magnificent it is to see that. I want to do that uh, great white shark cage thing and uh, experience in um, oh, wow. uh, Guadalupe in the Caribbean. That looks really cool, too. Do you know what's cool also? To go to Vancouver Island, off of Vancouver Island, and uh, the killer whale watching. Yeah. To see them. I yeah. Agree. That, that is looks astonishing. pretty cool, too. Uh, so... The whale sharks are native to tropical Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian Ocean, so you're not really going to see them around here. But uh, Trixie died. So that's cool. All right, let me see what else I got here for you. Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stay with uh, with fish. Okay, I uh, love it. It's a theme for a moment, and uh, and you're I, the mariner. I, I could have done this in <laughs> the when we were talking about the floby too, because it's also an invention. Okay, to help uh, fish cut their hair. No. Uh, Grant Pierce is a fifth-generation Arizonan who spends a lot of time by the water. He said, I've been fishing my whole life, probably caught my first fish by the age of three or four. He turned that love 
for fish into a career working full-time as a fisheries biologist. He also enjoys teaching others how to fish, but he says he noticed a common problem. He said there's nothing worse than... He can't get laid. No. (laughs) 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 It just doesn't help you get laid, being a fish fishery biologist. Work at a fish hatchery. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, he said there's nothing worse than trying to help a kid or an adult catch their first fish, and they go to the lake, and they don't have the experience. They don't have that experience where they get a bite, and they get that experience of actually catching a fish. So he says, while using a laundry pod to do his laundry, he came up with an idea. By putting bait inside of water-soluble pods, he created what are called chum pods. And what happens is the pod dissolves in the water and the bait spills out surrounding the hook. So you, th- you, you, you bait your hook and then you throw it out there with this pod right next to the hook. When it sits in the water, no it releases and it puts all this around your bait uh-huh. in the water. So that it, there's sort of like a, um, it adds a, a bit of camouflage? No, 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 no. It, it draws do? them to it. It so, draws them so to it. So it. Surround, it surrounds the hook, making fish more likely to notice it. Ah. Uh, Pierce says he started... It's like it's why you want a lure that, that will um, that will catch the light. You yeah, know, exactly. That, that tra- yep. It tracks their attention. So it started making prototypes in his garage. He said, I would just start giving them away to fish. So they eat the Tide Pod, they get poisoned, and they die and float to the top. Uh, people I knew would come back to the lake and use them, he said. He even uh, landed a call with Walmart executives through their program called Walmart Open Call, Casey, where the company invites entrepreneurs to pitch their product in hopes of getting it on the shelf. Here's another Here's another example, Preston, of a guy who just happened to look at something, had an idea. Out. There's a lot of uh, people who enjoy the sport of fishing. And uh, any idea how much he's made off this? He, he didn't just have the idea, though. He created it as well. Oh, so okay. he, did, he did the work. But uh, he said that big meeting was almost interrupted when Pierce says, first wife who was expecting their child almost went into labor. He said, we had a little bit of a scare there, but the kid held on for another 24 hours. Stole that crap. I'm making a deal. And uh, he said that at, uh, 12 hours after the meeting, we end up going to the hospital. Our son was born after the meeting. Uh, he soon learned that uh, chum pods... <laughs> would be hitting the store shelves in some Walmart stores starting in the spring of 2021. So he's he's getting it on the, wow. on the shelves. Yeah, so I don't know if it'll take off as a product or not. He said, uh, here, Nick found this uh, quote from him. He said, my garage was smelling pretty ripe with dead fish. <laughs> yeah. Every time you would open the garage door, the smell would hit you in the face. He next found a manufacturer that would hold these strongly scented products and sell them online to cover his Yeah, costs. I can do it. I'm just finishing a run of earphone uh, phone. <laughs> <laughs> but getting in with Walmart is a huge deal. I don't... Is it just local Walmart? Or no, is I, it, I, um... I assume it's like a national, Well, right? they'll probably test market it first, yeah. I would imagine, and then see if they expand it to, to I, the whole... I, I think I'm missing exactly how it works, Preston. Yeah, so so let's say you you put a worm on a hook, right. and then you, you throw this chum pod out there. You attach this chum pod to it. It goes in the water... It dissolves and it surrounds. It's uh, the uh, it's attract. It, uh, it, it attracts it's the way you jump for ra- fish in general. Exactly. So yeah. you're you're ah yep. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it'll draw them in and then they'll find the bait. It doesn't eliminate the hook. It doesn't. No. It, it just yep. it's it's yeah. very directed chumming. Yep. There you go. There you go. Very directed chumming. Right. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Huh. All right. That is a great idea. All right. Let me go back into the junk. Room. Are you still the junk drawer? A.K.A. the Mariner, or are uh, we moving on? No, we're moving on. Okay. We're we're out of the water now. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this because 
I read this differently when I first saw the headline. Is okay. it better the way you read it? It's better the way I read it. It said, 12-year-old boy accepted to Georgia Tech seeks NASA career. I thought it said, 12-year-old boy accepted to Georgia Tech seeks NASCAR career. <laughs> that would be cooler. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, no, I mean, it's... This kid's a genius. I can't even see over the steering wheel. And I'm like, I thought he was interested in, in NASCAR. No, a 12-year-old boy from Georgia has been accepted to attend Georgia Tech. Caleb Anderson. I thought you said NASCAR. Who is <laughs> dual enrolled in high school and Chattahoochee Technical College. That's amazing. Says he plans to study aerospace engineering for a career in space exploration. Do, do, um, did you go to school with anyone who was a, a very exceptional Student, someone who was actually the yeah. exceptional one. Uh, I was friends with the guy who ended up being our valedictorian, and this he's is now in, a NASCAR driver in middle school. <laughs> no, he's a spinal surgeon. Is he? Uh, wow. But he, yeah, he was just. But but he was honor level smart. He okay, wasn't not he, like off the charts. He, he, prodigy. Didn't, he didn't jump grades. Right. My neighbor jumped a couple of grades. Yeah. Uh, John, this guy lives across the street from me. He was he was genius level, and he he skipped like three grades or something. Three like grades that. is a lot. Yeah, he was. I think I think or, yeah, he was sixteen when he went to college. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, and that's um. Yeah. And then you have the ones who are like ten, eleven, you know, twelve, who are in their, you know. College years, mm-hmm. yeah, my that friend, are that advanced. My friend skipped. Uh, my friend from college, she skipped. I believe her senior year of high school, and so her freshman year of college should have been her senior year of high school. But I don't know if she actually skipped her senior year of high school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if it was like she skipped her sophomore year and had a senior year. But she graduated high school early. Exactly. Yeah, I had a friend that did the same thing, but it wasn't Doogie Hauser level. You know, yeah, it, was, right. it was a year early, and then he went to UVA, graduated UVA with honors in three years, and then he got in at AOL early on and made a mint working wow. there. And now I, he just does whatever he wants. He's a tech guy. Right. But it's, I mean, it, you know, Steve, there's different levels between a 12-year-old kid going to Georgia college, Tech. college, yeah. yeah and, and, this, and yeah. my friend Justin, who was just incredibly smart. Right. Do you think we have any genius level people that listen? Not, not. I mean, like beyond, like, like. I think we do. Skip uh, three or four grades. I think they they would do it to make themselves feel that much better about how smart they are. I was gonna say they would be so bored listening to no, us. It'd be no. a constant reminder of how advanced they are, Kathy, when they <laughs> listen to no. our stupid banter. Mm. I mean, we you know we watched. Titan That's hilarious. He thought it was NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> We all watched Tiger King because we felt like we were better than them. So yes. perhaps Steve might have, that comment might have merit. Yeah. We it. are someone's Tiger King. We oh my god. We oh are. God. Yeah. Yes, we are. Honestly, we're we're the every show. You can yeah. always feel good about yourself when you listen to us. <laughs> hey, Kathy, you're Carol Baskin. Yes. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Please if you more outlandish wardrobe. Yeah. If you skip more than one grade, please call me right now. Call just, you or just, call just me, just the me. radio station. Call 215-263-WMMR. Ask for Casey. <laughs> uh, if you skip more than one grade? Yeah. I would say if you skipped three grades. Okay. Well, right. you went from so one to three grades. So we're soliciting no, calls. No, I went from more than one to three grades. All right. Call That's... Casey at 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Ask for Preston. No. This is now Casey's phone number. I have your real number if you want it, Casey. Uh, no, and, no, no, no. and let us know if you, if you skipped... Uh, Three grades or more. Or are you smart enough to see through all this? So while we're waiting for those calls to come in, I have another thing. And this is speaking directly 
to Miss Baskin over here. Uh, Home Goods will soon be opening up an online store. I saw that in 2021. I, You're not happy with that, I are don't you? Don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about this because you love that experience of going. Home Goods. Well, yes, I do love the experience of going. I'll never stop going. But uh, no, because Home Goods is a ty- is a place where. I mean, you you just like you'll find one of something. Right. How are they? Right. I I feel like if it's going to be mass produced, it's going to turn into Etsy. What we not Etsy, but like what we already get at Target and places like that. Mm. It's mass produced. It's it is available. I mean, I'm sure there'll be limited stock on some things, but um, and then in it'll be a little bit more expensive if that's the case because right now it's you know it's leftovers from other seasons, other mm-hmm. years. That is are, that what it is? Is that what yeah. Home is? Yeah. It, it's, it, so what was the other store that was like that? That was um. Like Home Goods, Home yeah. Sense, uh, maybe Home Sense. Yeah, yeah. Home they're Sense. not the same store. <laughs> Home Goods and Home Sense are not the same store. Don't ask me exactly what the difference is because mm. I'm not sure. But if I'm looking for something, the, the second words I go are to different. Both. Hey, Kath, down the shore, Home Goods and TJ Maxx are in the same store. Did you know? Yeah, that? in fact, it's yeah. It says here yeah, they're all the, owned by the same company. The store is yep. owned by TJX Companies, which also owns Marshalls, Sierra Trading Post, and TJ Maxx. Uh, right now, you can check out homegoods.com to get the latest on-store hours and closings, as well as information about return policies and safety precautions. And you'll be able to shop homegoods.com sometime next year. Okay. So that's when that's going to pop up. I hope it doesn't ruin it. Yeah, Casey was telling me about the TJ Maxx and the Home Goods combination store down the shore. That sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm more of a Maxinista. My wife is, she loves Home Goods. She will, Kath, and, and you're probably the similar. She'll just go there to, like, kind of walk around and, like, and we'll walk out with, like, not buying anything and still be happy. Just shoplift. Yeah, no, no. Uh, and still be happy. She just loves being in there. Huh. Yeah. Oh, no, because, and you can always find something that you don't need. <laughs> here's here's a description. It says, uh, um, although HomeSense and Home Goods are sister stores, they're not twins. HomeSense will have a greater depth of merchandise in certain categories. Does yeah. that sound right? Yeah, it's it's more like a home, home decor, whereas... Um, uh, home, home for the holidays? No, Home Goods will have... Um, a smaller selection of it, but but more you know more options. Right. Yeah. Uh, so when you find something at Home Goods, it's like ooh, right? Because it's sometimes well, they don't. Yeah. Don't leave without buying it because yeah. you're going to go back. It's not going to be there. Okay. Yep. Um, so my friend says that for Home Goods, she said their online uh, site will probably operate as a store in itself. So like its uh, own inventory. Its own inventory. So once it's gone from that online site, like they're not picking from the stores. Like, like hey, bug zappers. Well, like, hey, it's available at the, you know, this store in the Philadelphia store and you could go and pick All it up right. or whatever. Like the, the okay. online uh, site will be a store in itself once it sells out. That's it. Okay. Uh we have a call for Casey. All I'll, right. I'll let you answer this case. Okay. <laughs> hey Veronica, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Do you want to talk to Preston? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, like, when I was a sophomore, I, gra- I transferred high schools, and I skipped my junior year. So I was a senior at 15, and I graduated when I turned 16. So okay. you graduated high school when you turned 16? Yes. And, that was and, back in 2000. And did you go right into college, or did you pause a little bit? I did not. I paused. Okay. Uh, yeah. it's, it's because of your age? Yeah, at my age, I wasn't really, like, ready for that. I still am not ready. I'm still, like, halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what were your grades like? I assume you were straight A's? They weren't straight A's. I just had enough credits. I guess from the high school I was coming from. Okay. Um, I had enough credits to be a senior, and they didn't believe it's me. It's a C plus, dude. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's so, like Doogie Howser just has enough credits. No, yeah. but you, you, 
You would think that like all schools are uniform, right? That that right. you you go from one school as a sophomore to another school as a sophomore, and it's going to be the same exact thing. And it's not always the case. I know that my wife, uh, she and her family moved to Florida for a hot minute okay. in, when she was in high school, and she went down there, and they were like like several clicks behind what she was doing up here in New Jersey at Cherokee, right? And um, and, and like. They were still taking naps. They were class. still taking naps. <laughs> no, because she was in high school, so she was, I think, maybe around fifteen or sixteen years old. Wow! And put your, I put your heads on your desk. Veronica just took a couple of years nap uh, yeah. uh, high school. Yeah. All right, thank you, Veronica. We appreciate yeah. it. Do you remember that? Take, thank you. Taking naps in class. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. As no? a kid, no, I I didn't like nap time. Number one, I wasn't tired. Number two, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. And you were the Billy Jack of your class. I look back at it as you idiot. Why did you? You've been nap? given the opportunity to lay down and sleep in the <laughs> middle of the day, and you passed on. So it. what would you do? I my mom wrote a note that said I didn't have to take a nap, so I would just uh, I, I got to sit in a chair and read. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. So read. Yeah, I know. At school, I know. My nephew hasn't napped since the day he was born. Uh, my my brother and his wife are forever tired because yeah. of him. But at school, I asked him the other day. I said, "Do you take a nap at school?" He goes, "No, all the other kids do, but I sit there and read." Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. By the way, speaking of grades, I did want to bring this up. Marissa sent me this uh, story last week, I believe. Uh, a, a gal named Mackenzie Fierston uh, grew up poor, cycling through child welfare system. She bounced from one foster home to the next. One home uh, during her junior year of high school was so toxic and crammed with other foster kids that she left for weeks at a time, sleeping each night on couches of the homes of various friends. <laughs> uh, so she decided to pour herself into her studies. And I think it was uh, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before she learned that she was named a Rhodes Scholar. Wow. She's, she's from our area. Uh, Fierston, a 23-year-old University of Pennsylvania student, beat out more than 2,300 applicants from across the country to win the highly competitive and prestigious award, according to the Rhodes Trust. Um, she said school was uh, was an, uh, was always an outlet because I never felt like I had any control over my home life or any other part of my life. Uh, the postgraduate award allows recipients to study for free at Oxford University wow. in England. That's amazing. But uh, there you go. There's a perfect example, like uh, with kids out. You know, mm-hmm. with that that for kids that come from bad homes, sometimes the the, the school experience can turn things around for them. Yeah. Uh, so is it more than one year at Oxford? Is it you? Do you finish your your? It's a good there, question. It's like Dubai. Uh, well, no, I wasn't sure if it was almost like a study abroad for like a semester or two. I, I didn't know exactly how that worked. Uh, she grew up mostly in St. Louis, but currently lives in Philadelphia. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Uh, so she is one of only 32 American Rhodes Scholars who will begin studying Oxford in 2021. Uh, statistics show they want to point out that only 2% of foster youth graduate from four-year universities and most also do not even graduate from high school. So she is she's trying to uh, get some awareness out there for kids in the foster system. Yeah, uh, that's and, a w- wonderful and, cause. And education. Uh, but that's pretty damn incredible. So so good on her, man. Gary Lauer would tell us about his time <laughs> at Oxford. <laughs> it's a great story. Yeah. I remember <laughs> Gary at Oxford. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember he said something like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, God. God. In the classroom, they ran... <laughs> They ran out screaming. <laughs> Gary gets up and does. <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat. <laughs> then speaks in Latin. 
Uh, so good for her. That's cool. I just wanted to acknowledge that. And that was an article by Wendy Ruderman. So, uh, all right. With that, I think we ought to take a break. We should come back and oh, that's all for the junk drawer. Yeah. Thank you for allowing me to do some cleaning of the house, if you will. Uh, we'll come back in a moment or two. Make sure you stay put because we won't be gone long, my friend. Preston and Steve's camp out for hunger. We have totals for you. Total weight of food over two and a half million pounds of food. That's 1,268 plus tons of food. Monetary donations. $1,449,000. The overwhelming amount of that came through Acme. At the register. From our listenership and their customers. We're blown away by this. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Putting Philly first. Thanksgiving weekend, uh, weather was absolutely beautiful. I um, loved it. Plenty of sunshine, warm, fairly warm temperatures. Yes. Great opportunity to uh, put out holiday lights if you needed to mm-hmm. do that. I hit the ground running on Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon through Thursday, and a bit of Friday, and I just kept going. Nice. Now, Kathy had a question about yeah, lights. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure it's an easy fix or not, but uh, you guys know I bought the blow-up hot tub uh, during quarantine because yeah. I wasn't sure if the... Uh, swim club is going to open and all this kind of stuff. So you want to ha- put lights in them? No, oh. my lights and my hot tub can't run at the same time. So either oh, I got to turn the hot yeah. tub off, mm-hmm. or I can't put Christmas lights on. Well, are I- you using LED lights or the old uh, the old fashioned ones? Mm, I don't know. I okay. think they're all LED at this point. So you have uh, no, not necessarily. Because I used to use in what do you call them? Incandescent lights. I yeah. don't know what the old ones were. But I used to, I, I rigged up my front yard huge. I had this great display I was very, very proud of. And sometimes they would just go out because it was causing, it was sucking too much power. Well, so ah. maybe they're not LED. I they, just they assumed at this point. They probably aren't LED lights. Yeah. Like, you but, have, do, but don't so they you have, have a, the LED lights that um, give off, like, the yellowy hue as opposed to, like, the bright they white? They do have those. Yeah. I don't like okay, those. Okay, so that's what I thought I, mean, I, like I had. Okay. But maybe I don't have LED? When did you buy them? Uh, I don't know. I buy them like well, over the, the years. Like the, I didn't buy them this year. The question but not, is not like, that. Super old. That's not the question. The question is: so how much you, you, do you have them both plugged in to one socket, or do you have an outdoor? No, we've got. I got two outdoor. What's it called? Where you have like the little thing in the middle? You push a little red button. Oh yeah, the, um, it, that's to stop in case there's a wa- water. Um, it's um, yeah, it's the I've, Rochelle could tell you. Right, like the, <laughs> call right, Rochelle. Right, right. Like and the heavy duty outlet. It's a three letter. Uh, it, it, it keeps tripping. Right. So right. I. Uh, so either is it, is, that usually happens if it's if it's so the whole idea is it's to shut off. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, it's overloaded. Right, right, all right. So all right, so you have all right. It's two outlets on one, but I'm just going to call it one outlet. There's just one spot to plug your two things in. No, okay. No, there's three different outside outlets. And so the hot tub is in one. Uh huh. Half of the Christmas trees are in another, and then the other half are in the third. And huh. and, and what's not working then? The Christmas lights or the hot tub depends on the day. Right. So when the hot tub is on, if you if you have the Christmas lights on, it'll if you turn the hot tub on, it'll trip that. It'll that. trip the hot tub or sometimes the other way around, it trips the lights and not the hot tub. Man. Right. We have and an electrician on the phone line who can help. This is Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Help her out, please. All right. So, uh, so what I can figure is that um, more than likely your lights and your hot tub are on the same circuit. 
So is it is it tripping the circuit breaker when it happens? Yes. Is it tri- yeah, well? So. Hold on. Is, is it the circuit breaker or so? Would you? Is it? Do you have to go down to the panel? Yes. In inside okay. the house. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yes, it does trip the circuit. Yeah. Breaker. So so it trips the circuit breaker. So they're they're on the same circuit, which could mean that there's other things on that circuit as well besides that hot tub and besides the Christmas lights. Okay. So more than likely, what I would suggest is to hire an electrician that's near you if you have somebody and and have a, a dedicated circuit ranch specifically for your hot tub. Because that's probably the biggest, uh, you know, load or the what's going to draw the most current, yeah. right? Most power on that circuit uh, would be the hot tub. So that would probably be the the, the best solution is how much, to isolate the hot tub. How much something like that cost, Mike? Ballpark. Well, I mean, well, it really depends. I mean, it would it would depend on where how long it is from the panel to where the hot tub is. Uh, you know how far. easy it would how how easy it would be to get a wire to that area. So it, you know, it, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, like I had to switch some stuff off of. I don't even know if I'm using the correct terminology, mm-hmm. but like off of that uh, line or off of that breaker when we plugged the hot tub in. So like other things had to get switched so that the hot tub would yeah. work. So Mike, let me ask right. you a question then. So if she can run two things on that sa- on that circuit, right, a hot tub and one of the lights. Could she then maybe just find a different circuit to plug the other set of lights in? Like maybe, uh, maybe like if she has an outlet in her garage, run an extension cord to that that runs yeah, off that's of a the different problem. circuit. That's what I understand what he's saying. It things need to get switched. I, I'm using all of those outlets. I'm using the outside outlets already. No, no, that's right. what I'm saying. I, Instead of using, an I have to have a new outlet installed. You don't have an outlet well, in your garage. It's being used. The hell you got running well, over there? Let Mike jump in. Go ahead. That's okay. So, so yeah, t- theoretically, yeah, you could you could definitely try to f- find a different uh, outlet. The the issue would be is if it's on the same circuit. So it's it's not necessarily the outlet. It would be the circuit which is protected right. from the circuit breaker and the panel. So I mean, it's very possible that you have a, a separate circuit this. in the garage. Um, in which case, you could use that and maybe get a you know. Do you have them on a timer? All of them on a timer? Uh, no, the not on a time. The lights? No, they're like on the, uh, just a remote control. You know, the, the easy fix may be to try to find a, a different uh, receptacle um, uh, or circuit, right, for your Christmas lights. Um, since you are, since you already are aware that you had to kind of trim that, that circuit where the hot tub's plugged into already. Um, but I would, I would suggest, you know, having an electrician run a dedicated line for that hot tub. Mike, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, GFI was the three. Thank you to the Texans. And by the way, somebody, somebody texts in, Kathy, your father is an electrician, is he not? Yeah, so he did do the hot tub. My dad is also uh, 75 years old. So, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Uh, I need to stop keep using him you know I, I like to let him rest okay he likes to you. wander around so mm-hmm. so uh, do you use the hot tub so it's it's an inflatable yeah, that, hot tub that's the thing are those things worth a damn yeah it's pretty cool i mean it's lasted us from uh spring until now and jace uses it that's the problem i, I would put it away i would drain it and put it away i have no problem doing that he but love, he, he's, jace loves to get in the hot tub yeah he still likes to use it what yeah. is he cool. like a like with it with a wine glass full of bosco <laughs> <laughs> oh no he loves it you're gonna try to go through the winter with it when it's really cold i, I mean i don't know i, I should I go back and Portable one or yeah. not would work because the 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 one you know the the regular standalone you know full time unit 
you can run that year round. You got to leave it on though. Yeah. You know, it's got to run all That's the time, or, power. or it will freeze. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got to so go back and look at and see what they say. Uh, well, let the it manual. freeze and just defrost. <laughs> yeah, as to how long you can use it. I'm okay. not sure. Wow. Okay. All right. Question answered for the most part. Is yeah. That yeah. Right. I just was wondering if there was like it makes sense that it's all on the same circuit because and, I remember that happening with the hot tub. But I used to have that my my lights would go out because it's all the same circuit, and then I switched to LED lights and I added. I added like a thousand or more oh. lights to it and don't have the problem anymore. Right, but the LED try. does not draw as much. The outdoor circuits around, if you have a pool, they have to have those trips so that anything, water of any mm-hmm. kind, you know, mm-hmm. it has to trip. That's I think that's code. You have to have yeah, that. Yeah, most definitely. Um, all right, cool. Uh, something I had uh, that, that we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, last week. I don't know why we never did. Uh, but I found out a little bit of details about. You saw the the, the video of the fight at Wawa at <laughs> yeah. two, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, in, classic in Wawa brawl. Dude ends uh. up with his pants all the way off. Yeah. I read something that it started because <laughs> the guy who ends up with his pants off opened the door for the other guy. What? And he didn't like that. Stop it. Really? That's a standard Wawa thing. And and then it led to, since he didn't like that, when the other guy, the, the guy with pants on, was trying to check out, the dude who opened the door for him uh, was blocking him from from uh, from paying for his food so or this something. This is what happens when you open up a Wawa in, in Florida. They don't know how to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they, uh, they haven't learned yet. Yeah, come on. Wawa, Everybody in PA and Jersey but, and Delaware knows how the rules and appreciates the Wawa door rules. But it's been a couple of years now. It's yeah. been at least four years or more since Wawa expanded We down should to really send them the Pat House Wawa bit yes. so they understand. That explains right. it all. It explains right. it all. I, um... How did just this, just by a the side way, note, as this was going on, I just kept chanting in my head, please don't be Delco. And it wasn't. Yeah, when, when you first yeah. saw it. No, it was yeah. Florida, thank you. Uh, <laughs> by the way, neither one of them decided to press charges against each other. Okay. So that's how it ended. Uh, it ended amicably. Dumbasses. Um, but don't they, can't they get in trouble regardless for... I don't know why they wouldn't face some type of... Are you allowed to get in a street fight and not get arrested? Uh, if, as long as you don't... Uh, if that's you're a good d- question. Disturbing the, the, the peace, I but guess? Yeah, but they would have had to have come out and cited them if they didn't... Right. The cops And didn't if they're come. not going to press charges. However, they, they did cause damage in the store. There was shells yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there was a Wawa employee involved for uh, a, a few seconds in this video, and I'm surprised that the police didn't show up, because you would think that the Wawa employee would run... <laughs> this guy's, I mean, maybe they did this later. guy's hairy this ass. This is the biggest, whitest, hairy ass. Does he have a tramp stamp it on It looks there? like he has a tramp stamp. I don't know or if Or is that something I, hanging out of his No, sweatshirt. I, it looks like a Christmas wreath. I think it's a full back tattoo. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, oh, and it, the guy Sugar com- Ray. Yeah, the guy... <laughs> The guy who's doing the uh, the play-by-play, I think he was the one who told the Wawa guy, "Dude, b- get back, it, off. back off! Don't yeah. you don't want to get involved in this?" Yeah. And, and you know he's right. Like, how did the pants end up uh, around his ankles? <laughs> I think they they're like sweats or something. Patrician, Steve, you got to tie the drawstring. Yeah, that's we were it. The fight my elastic strap is, is fine. It'll hold my pants on just fine. <laughs> Not if you're, somebody's pulling them down. Uh, but I, you know what? I saw another one. I saw a fight like this. It was at a. Uh, and it was a mask hole thing. The guy didn't want to wear a mask at a, at a Walmart. And the dude, it, the greeter, uh, the other guy got on top of the greeter. And it's like full on, you know what ground pound is. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, full on doing that to this guy. I just, uh, uh. I, when, when pants are lost, though, I, I think at that point you just have to start laughing. And uh, But they didn't. They kept going. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was that, it was that important to fight. And I... 
I don't like watching these things, especially when somebody's getting their ass like handed to them. Right. These are pretty even matched. Yeah. Guys. Then so it's even matched. Nobody smashes their head on the ground. No, That's another no. thing I, I really can't stand to watch. Uh, it was it was actually very entertaining. But as far as the, the yeah, this was good because nobody got you know they're they're kind of wrestling for a while. Uh, <laughs> but the door etiquette we've talked about this before that there should be a painted line. Yeah. Uh, on the ground that is, if the person hasn't gotten to that painted line yet, then you don't have to stand there and hold the door right. and wait for them. Because for both people, it's uncomfortable. Number one, you're kind of waiting for the other person. And number two, if you're the person that's walking up, you feel like you have to do this little trot yeah. to hurry up it. so they're not holding it. it too long. Be, be realistic in the amount of ground covered. Yeah. I, I would say this. My thing is, is I go in, because they, they they have foyers, which like a 7-Eleven does not have a foyer. Yeah. So when you walk in, if someone holds the door for me as I go through, I then in turn open the door yeah, for the that door for person. So oh. that's that's the sure. that's the exchange. It's a that's great, the way it usually goes. It's a great study on people because when you do that and they don't hold the door for you, on the you're like, oh, oh okay. right, oh you're, oh, you're you're that type of you're person. You're one of those. Oh, one of those. Okay. okay, time to throw down, scumbag. We have it here in, in our building. And by the way, Nick got to the office. This is last week. It's probably like Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. I was 50 yards away, and I'm like, I am not running. And he held it. He waited. Nick's a good wait. Yeah. Nick will wait. You'll be, like, clear across the parking well, lot, uh-huh. and Nick will wait. For you guys. Yeah. If it's a, <laughs> if it's a stranger, they're not going to be as lucky. And right. the, the well, problem, and Casey and I were talking about it when this happened, is that the doors now in our new uh, vestibule start closing at some point. When you hold the door know, for yeah. more than The vestibule is just amazing, you. isn't it? Well, they're, it's it's nice. I guess it's an upgrade or whatever. But th- there's there's all of a sudden this <laughs> weight behind it um, yeah. forcing the door <laughs> shut. And I'm like, Casey, you got to. You got to pick it up a little bit, buddy. What killed? Like I get, so I get to work first. But when when I get here, Preston, you're about about twenty five minutes, I guess, after me. I'll hold the door open waiting for Preston. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yes. Wow. Yes, that I'll is, just stand there. You are nice. Yeah, waiting. Nice yep. Wait a minute. What is this one? Oh, oh, maybe it's a no. Okay, this is a different fight. No, oh, a Wawa fight. Oh no, no. This one. Okay, so this took place. This was at um, Colorado's first In and Out Burger location. <laughs> oh, I saw God, that one. Yeah. That's another good one. All right. Yep. So um, two uh, here, apparently, uh, yeah. Uh, in Aurora, two men were filmed throwing punches at each other uh, nearby their cars. One of the men launched at the other before his pants fell down <laughs> and around his ankles, <laughs> and then they both hit the ground. Okay. Uh, two other men joined in the fight before a fifth one then broke them up. A witness said that the fight broke out after one man refused to let a car in front of him in line, but then the car cut in front of him anyway. And so you can't do that. There you go. So burger, Dude, another pants off thing. People Have you ever seen people get in a fight get naked? I mean, well, I've seen someone where the the pants and the shirt stripped off in a fight. Yeah, um, I've seen women um, get. Fully naked. Yeah. At a certain point, when my pants fell down, I would say to the guy Stop. I was yeah. fighting, "Hey, time listen, out. Yeah, either either time out or, or it's over and you win. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, so yeah, Steve, this was in a, a case of a grand opening. So yeah. Everybody's sweating to to get to uh, to In and Out. I might fight at In and Out. That's how much I love those burgers. They're really good. They're so damn good. Would you wait as long as I mean, people were waiting sixteen hours. No, and unless they were offering some sort of thing that if you're the first one hundred people, and you know you get In and Out burgers for life, but uh, I don't think they were. So I can't see waiting in line for sixteen hours. So there's a McDonald's near me that has opened up the the double uh, drive through thing. Yeah. Have you yeah, done that yet? I've done not yours, but I do the. Uh, I, they almost all have them now. It's not very well organized. Um, as, as opposed to 
uh, the um, Chick Fil A because what what happens is when you when you pull to to the one that I go to anyway, yeah. which is a dual ordering station, but then it funnels you back into one lane. Like there's a yeah there's a concrete barrier that makes the two come together. At the McDonald's that I go to, there's not. Oh, that's so, so that you causes. Just, you, you've you've got to you got to do the zipper method. You got right. one in through the other, but it doesn't clearly. I don't know. It doesn't clearly. What, what you're saying work. is, so you're you're both departing, and no one knows who to yeah. go first. And you have you have a bottleneck. We're going to break in the middle of this com- this uh, discussion because oh, we just... supposedly had the guy who shot the video at Wawa what? in Florida. He's break, 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 he's news, calling from news. Florida. Uh, so we have breaking news here from our Let, news desk. Let's go to Darian. Hey, Darian, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. So, wait, you're the guy who was who filmed the who filmed the pantsless fight at Wawa? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> wait, how did you hear about us talking about how, it? Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Marissa tweeted at him, or Connor oh, yeah. did, and uh, he responded. And so this is instantaneous. Oh, that's funny. And now we have him on. Wow. This all happened within the last three minutes. We were talking about your, uh, your, 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 your directing. It's pretty damn good. Describe the situation. And, and so you saw, you saw the flashpoint at which this took place where they, uh, there was an exchange over opening doors or something like that. Yeah. 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 What the guy whose pants was down opened up the door and I don't know what, like what was wrong with that, but the other guy wasn't feeling it. He was like, no, don't do that again. So I was like, Oh, okay. So then, you know, you just keep on moving. Everybody's just, you know, going about their night. Yeah. And I guess he, he started messing with him in the line again. Like, the same guy whose pants was down. He stood in front of him so he wouldn't go pay. Like, so you couldn't pay for his stuff after that. Like, and so, the, all right. That's what, he didn't take, he didn't waste no time, but he just took right off. All right. So, so Darian, the Wawa chain started here in the Philadelphia area. So this is, you know, this is our, this is our beloved, hallowed convenience store to go to. And, oh, I never knew that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the home. The home office is right here, and everything. So we, everybody around here has grown up with Wawa. They're fairly new in Florida. They've only been around for a few years, right? Yeah. Okay. So is it possible that people haven't quite learned the <laughs> etiquette of, you know, opening the door for another another person? Oh no, no, no! That's every day out here. <laughs> all right, all right. Just check. It. You know what I, I think that is amazing, Darian, is that you uh, you manage to avoid avoid any any. D shot like you, you didn't get his junk. Uh, oh, the, yeah, but that wasn't going on. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't trying to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I mean, but by happenstance. But but it, 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 it's all news. You, like you could show this on the news because it's just butt crack. But if you were showing his his, his junk, you would have had to edit. And you, it was just very well directed. Yeah, but yeah, listen, man, I was so happy that they didn't have it because it was a perfect video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, right. Darren, how long had the fight been going on before you started shooting? Oh, probably only like 10 seconds. 10 okay. seconds. Are oh, you... so you just got right to it. So, your your yeah. commentary was, I, I was what made the video <laughs> worth watching for all that time. Appreciate it. So when the guy bolts, he, the, the one guy whose pants was down, he just he just ran out of embarrassment? Did He, he just ran out and was gone? He never returned, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, he was illicit. He knew, I guess he knew that. It's it's over by now. <laughs> it's over by now. <laughs> so he, he just started running. He's like, oh, I guess he realized by now his pants down. That's when he finally pulled him up. Yeah, that's it. I think I'm going to leave didn't now. Realize it. He yeah. didn't even know. Darren, did the police ever show up? Yeah, after, after, like, after he ran out the door, got yep. in the parking lot and walked around in a few circles, and there they were. Uh, so, so the guy stayed out in the parking lot? 
Yeah, he, he didn't make it nowhere. <laughs> well, yeah, God. because his, he left his shoe. He probably made it outside. He goes, oh, crap. My shoes, my were, shoes were inside. Yeah. Yeah, he probably was like, damn, I left my shoes. <laughs> Uh, it's just, oh, it, you know, oh, normally oh, you don't like man. to see people throw down like that, but this was kind of just more wrestling, so it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was funny. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you have any thought if if it would have started turning ugly about? Oh man, I might have to get in here and break these guys up. Oh yeah, listen, I, didn't, I wasn't going to touch them, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Listen, I was going to stop it somehow. Yeah. You see, they was listening to me, so I think I would have been able to stop it. Yeah. I mean, you you didn't want to put your arms around that big hairy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no, man. <laughs> Darren, you ever been to Philly? Nah, never. You got to come up. You got to come visit sometime. Yeah. Uh, listen, man. Soon, man. I'm I'm in motion. I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> What's your story? Where in Florida are you? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. Okay. okay. All right. And and what, tell us a little bit about you, Darren. What do you What do you do? I'm a podcaster. I just started my podcast not too long ago. Ah. So, you know, yeah, we just started doing that. We dropped our first episode actually tonight. What's the so, name of the show? It's called Roadrunners Podcast, R-O-A-D-R-U-N-N-A-Z. All right. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram. What are you guys going to talk about? Uh, everything. This, we're going to, you know, it's just like a general, it's almost going to be similar to like a, like a morning radio show to where we kind of talk about what's going on every yeah. day. Kind okay. Of. That's what we do. Yeah. Good luck with that. And and so, did, was this fight the kickoff, the idea for to start the podcast? It, the, the, the idea started probably like a month before, uh-huh. but this actually propelled it like so much faster. It convinced you. I've gone and I've shot. I bought all the equipment. I'm. I'm. Listen, we've got our first video ready, shot, right. edited, and it's being put out today. All, all right. right, all right, man. That's cool, <laughs> Darian. How many views on this video so far? Uh, about on, on my page, it was like four million. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my dude. god! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, good for you, man. That's very cool. That's oh. a moment everybody's looking for. Looking at your Instagram page, you got a Sixers Dr. J jersey. Yeah. Oh man. Listen, I love basketball, especially Dr. J. You oh. know, Allen Iverson, those are some of my favorites. Well, that's that's our town. Hey, you're a good-looking yeah. guy. You uh, you single or you you uh, married or what? No, nah, man, not married, man. I'm single. All right. All right. Well, here because it's the beginning of a career now. <laughs> yeah, listen, that's all I'm trying to make it. No, that's, that's cool. Right. We, 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 we wish you all the luck, man. Hey, will you, will you try to track down either one of those guys and get them on your podcast for an interview? <laughs> I'd be willing. I, I'm cool with that. Man, you get, I wish I could get both of them. <laughs> yeah, get both of them together. See, to, if you can, yeah. see if you can mend fences. You yeah. know, bring bring people together. Make it make it a peaceful ending, and you'll you'll have a great story. You know what you do yeah, though? In, invite them at that'd the same be, time. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I, invite them at the same time so they have to come through the same door. Darian, also, uh, for your podcast, if you do end up getting these guys on, even if you don't, there's uh, there's a local comedian here. His name's Pat House. He has a bit. You can find it on uh, on iTunes. It's a bit. Uh, but it is, it basically, it is Wawa door opening etiquette. So for anybody out there, especially, uh, Floridians who are brand new to this whole Wawa thing, right. it'll explain to you how you are supposed to open doors, uh, at a Wawa. Yep. I'm, I'm going to go check that out. All right. All right Pat right, House cool. is the guy's name. Pat, Pat House. House. Yeah. All right. Darren, nice to meet you, man. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Take care. Good luck with the podcast. Let's hear for Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good work, Marissa. Shot the video. Thank you for doing that, Marissa. She just reached out to him, and he got right back. Uh, yeah, it's at, uh, I don't know, um, 
how many millions of views it's it's been shared like thousands and thousands of times but uh that's crazy we didn't get a chance to get around i love it nice (laughs) all right well listen we need to go ahead and take a break because we got some beef file stories to get to so let's do that very thing by the way we got a guitar we're giving away for the uh letter letter of the day word of the week prize it is a red sparkle uh telecaster so we'll get you more of the details in a little bit we'll be back in just a second stay with us Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Bruce Springsteen. Smashing Pumpkins. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Let's get right into the stories. We will start with this one. A woman is behind bars in Salt Lake County on Friday night after she was arrested for shooting a teenager with a bow and arrow. What happened? Well, the victim, a juvenile male, had a large laceration on his leg when police arrived. He identified the woman who shot him as Chelsea Huggins. Witnesses told police Huggins and the victim got into an argument while Huggins was on her roof. And Huggins appeared to have weapons with her. The witness stated she witnessed the victim get hit with something but did not hear any gunshots. An arrow was found nearby as seen in photos from the scene. So she just went up there to start taking shots at people? I'm not sure. I mean, she went up there with weapons. So officers determined based on the victim's statement that he'd been shot with an arrow. Huggins also reportedly told the teen not to come back or, quote, she would kill him. Uh, she was booked into the county jail on felony charges of aggravated assault and child abuse. So she was she was up in her tree stand and waiting for some guilt. Making a yep. stand now, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's come to a head. All right. Six people, including several doctors, have been jailed in China for illegally harvesting organs from accident victims. Ah. <sighs> The group had tricked the families of the deceased into thinking they were making official organ donations. Oh, man. So between 2017 and 2018, they removed the livers and kidneys from 11 people at a hospital. That's horrible. China is grappling with a huge shortage of organs and has struggled to meet demand through public donations. Contact the Wurlitzer Company. The trafficking ring could uh, included four high-ranking doctors, some of whom worked in organ procurement in hospitals. They would target car crash victims or patients oh. who suffered from cerebral hemorrhage at the hospital. The hospital's head of the intensive care unit, Yang Suksin, would approach a patient's family members and ask if they would consent to donating their loved one's organs. The family members would sign and would later turn out to be fake consent forms. The person would then be wheeled out of the hospital into the middle of the night and put into a van made to look like an ambulance where doctors would remove the organs. The organs would then be sold to individuals or other hospitals, which members of the trafficking ring contacted secretly. Did you ever see the movie Coma? Yes. It's exactly like Coma, where yep. they were they were harvesting organs in a right. duplicitous plot within the hospital. They were eventually found out when the son of one of the victims grew suspicious. Several months after his mother's death in 2018, Shi Zanling had rechecked the documents his family received when they agreed to her organ donation and found several discrepancies, including blank sections in the forms. He then discovered that there were no records of his mother's donation held either with authorities or with the China Organ Donation Administrative Center. 
And when he asked uh, Yang about this, he was immediately offered a large sum of money to keep quiet about it. Huh. And that's, he said, when I was sure that something strange was going on, it promptly alerted the authorities. The six men in the Oregon trafficking ring were sentenced in July uh, for a crime of deliberately destroying corpses. Wow. That's horrific. You know, that stuff really happened. A man allegedly caught snooping around a building site is accused of trying to... I love this. Is a tr- accused of trying to pretend he was a statue when police arrived oh at the God. scene. Uh, <laughs> it works in the movies. It, right. it yeah. does. Right. Uh, patrols were called just before 3.30 a.m. Thursday morning for a security company re- uh, when they reported a person walking... I'm uh, not a human, I'm a statue. Around this ins- guy says he's a statue. Inside with a flashlight. When officers arrived, they cordoned off the area and they called in a police dog patrol. They searched the site. Uh, they located the man inside one of the apartments pretending to be a statue. <laughs> so do they describe the pose that he was taking? Was I like, Rodin's the thinker? Or I what? wish they would have. Yeah. I mean, that would have been great, you know, but I, I can't think of... No, they didn't indicate. But yes, the thinker would be a good a co- one. A common one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the man, a 29-year-old, was arrested and charged with being unlawfully on premises. Uh, so <laughs> he... statue. Uh, the <laughs> checks revealed that he had an outstanding court warrant and he was refused police bail. Uh, the man will remain behind bars until his next court appearance in December. Uh, man, this is sad and, and just disturbing. A man was struck and killed by three separate hit-and-run drivers who all fled the scene after colliding him with him while he was crossing the street. Oh and now police God. are appealing to the public uh, in, uh, for help in finding the perpetrators. The incident occurred at approximately 7.39 p.m., in the South Los Angeles neighborhood of Florence, when 50-year-old Jose Fuentes was crossing a street, a motorcycle traveling northbound collided with him. Uh, in video, Fuentes can be seen lying in the road after being struck by the motorcycle as it speeds away. Just seconds later, Fuentes is then hit by a white sedan, which also fled the scene after the collision. In a separate video of the same accident that was released by uh, the police, the man on the motorcycle can be seen stopped somewhere down the road before getting back on his motorcycle and fleeing. Fuentes was subsequently hit a third time following the motorcycle and the white sedan, but police did not release any information on that vehicle or a possible description of the suspect. Uh, not one of the three vehicles stopped after striking him. It's horrifying. Authorities are now looking for all three suspects, but were only able to say that they are looking for a dark-colored sports bike being driven by a man as well as a white-colored sedan. That's messed up. All right, one last story. This is a great one. Czech police are seeking help in an unusual case after a deer turned the tables on hunters and snagged a pursuer's rifle on his antlers before running away. Wow. The deer, frightened by a dog, Rattlers. ran toward one of the hunting party, tore his sleeve, and caught a strap on a twenty-two Hornet rifle on his antlers. All right, now we're going to even the score. And the rifle, which the hunter had slung over his left arm, fortunately without ammo, slipped on the deer's antlers and disappeared with him. Uh, police said another hunter later spotted the deer about a half mile away, still carrying the gun. The hunter searched the forest but did not find the gun. He had no choice then to report the incident to the police. I was just passing through. Just a deer. Coming back for the war, but you wouldn't let me leave. Uh, the police said that... Just because I have rattlers. Yeah. Rattlers. Exactly. 
Police said uh, that uh, they, they said... Coming anywhere... back from mountain seas and people spitting on us saying, who are you out there having sex? <laughs> Anyone who finds a weapon should contact authorities. Oh, I found a weapon. Right away, so... And I plan on using it. And that is what I have. I'm Ram Deer. Ram Deer. <laughs> That is what I Rando. have. Rando. Rando. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's a Oh, yeah, it had a female. Am, yeah, 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 yeah. Female does don't have rantlers. Yeah. Female does. <laughs> female does don't have. <laughs> female girls don't. <laughs> female women. Female does don't have rantlers. Yeah. If we're going to be clinically correct about this absurd premise. <laughs> but Rando, it works. I know. It, it fits. It's, it's yeah. got to be Ram Deer. Rambuck. Rambuck. <gasps> Yeah. There it is. There Yay, it is. We did it. We're Ram doing it. We made it work. We're doing it. All right. And that's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment and we'll ask a question about today's program. We'll see if you know the answer. And you could win yourself a prize. We have $50 dining credit and overnight stay at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. So stay put. We'll come back with that trash and music news as well. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let's ask a question of you, dear listener, especially you've been listening since early this morning because the lesson question uh, that I'm going to ask goes back to 6.17 a.m. Wow. So if you've been with us since that long, thank you. We appreciate it. But let's see if you know the answer because you could end up doing, getting a night at uh, uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. So the question I have for you is, Casey, ever, if Casey ever got into sports broadcasting, what would his name be? Oh, yeah. 215263 WMMR. Like I said, that's from early this morning. If Casey ever got into sports broadcasting, what could his name be? 215263 WMMR. Don't guess. You had to have heard it. All right. And we'll see if you know the answer when we do, after we do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by nobody but Steve Morse. Hey! So let's see what's going on. What you got, Steve? Well, two young magicians named Caden and Brooklyn who were featured on America's Got Talent were arrested last week in Louisiana for refusing to live with their mom during a divorce battle. Amazingly, Caden and Brooklyn quickly escaped custody by turning into doves. Uh, oh, my God. Cardi B ins- uh, insisting she is not upset about uh, not receiving a Grammy nomination for her song, WAP. Cardi says her main goal is to keep lobbying for WAP to win a Pulitzer. Oh. <laughs> hey! And finally, spoiler alert for fans of The Mandalorian, the name of Baby Yoda was revealed on the most recent episode, and it is Grogu. Producers of the series claim that the name Grogu received the most positive votes among their writers, bumping off second place, Gary Barbera. <laughs> and that's your All right, uh, thank you very much, uh, and thank you for saying, uh, wait a minute, where is it? Thank you, Casey. <laughs> Excuse to play that. Uh, we are going to go to a caller, see if they know uh, if Casey ever got into sports broadcasting, what would his name be? And we will go to Clinton for the answer. Hey, Clinton. Good morning, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
said that with some anger behind I like it. it. I love it. All right, so what would Casey's uh, sports broadcasting name be? Owen Forever. Owen Forever, yes. Yeah. You got it. Hang on a second, Clinton. We are going to give you a $50 dining credit and an overnight stay at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Winner of 17 Best of Gaming Awards in Casino Player Magazine, including Best Suites, Best Spa, and Favorite Casino Resort. Get fall escape rates at the hotel starting at $79. Sunday through Thursday, you can visit Hard Rock Hotel, AtlanticCity.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. (laughs) Excuse. Uh, I was bummed out to see this this morning in Music News. Marilyn Manson will not appear in CBS All Access's limited uh, limited series, The Stand, after all. Both his role as The Kid and his cover of The Doors, The End, were cut from the series due to budgetary constraints. It's a bummer. I really, no matter who played it, it'd be cool if Marilyn Manson was, but I wanted to see this character. Why they cut the kid? Well, the kid was in the expanded edition of The Stand. It wasn't in right. the first printing of it. So it was in that, you know, if you got the 1,200-page right. edition of it, it was a whole other storyline. Not real long, but this character was just maniacal, evil, evil and, and just as, it was just an interesting character. It was almost, Steve, it was almost like a 1950s hood. Yeah. Uh, set in, you know, a time frame, which probably would have been the 1980s or 90s or whatever it was. Uh, but I really liked that character. But last year it was reported that Manson was going to appear in the updated adaptation of the novel. Uh, the stands creator, Josh Boone, had told Entertainment Weekly, just to clarify, Marilyn Manson and I had long discussed him taking on the role of the kid in The Stand. Uh, he and the great Shooter Jennings even recorded a killer cover of the Doors song, The End, that ultimately proved too expensive to use. Oh, man. Uh, the show was made on a very tight budget, and some of the dreams that we had went to the wayside. The kid was another casualty. Well, the whole purpose of doing something like this yeah. is so you can include all that. Agreed. If you're going to half-ass it, they already did a miniseries. Uh, the kid was another casualty. He said when Manson wasn't able to make it work schedule-wise, the storyline was ultimately excised. And never shot, which is for the best, as no one could have slayed that role like Manson would have. They're also hope, leaving out the virus, Preston. Hope to work with him yeah. in the future. So the stand series stars James Marsden, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Odessa Young, Amber Heard, Heather Graham, Greg Kinnear. Uh, there's a bunch. Nat Wolf and more. And it, pre- it premieres on December 17th. Oh, really? So, this coming. Baby, hey? CBS All Access. That's what it says. And is that this year? What, are they shooting it on Polaroid? Uh, have you even seen a trailer for it? No. No, so no, I have not. That's what I'm curious about, Nick. If you could check the yeah, validity. It is this year. I was just reading the article oh. that you were reading about um, Manson, and it's next month. This, yeah, next this month. Mo- well, yeah, in, in a day or two, yeah, we'll be there. So uh, that's exciting that that's at least coming. So I'm bummed out that the kid's not going to be in it. But nonetheless, Marilyn Manson out. Uh, here's another rock star movie story. Uh, Corey Taylor had been has been tapped to star in the Halloween horror anthology called Bad Candy, which follows a follows local Halloween stories from both myth and lessons learned in the community of New Salem. Uh, the film also stars Zach Galligan, who was in Gremlins and Waxwork. Yes, oh, yeah. you know him. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's the main a, guy. In yeah. Oh, in in Gremlins, Gremlins, he's the main guy. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Taylor told First Glance Film Festival, it's a pretty cool little horror movie that has a linear story going through it, but it really kind of... Uh, it's really kind of made up of different short stories, almost like a creep show kind of format. It's like Trick or Treat. Which is pretty cool. He said, it's basically reenactments of the stories that I'm actually telling on the radio for the most part. And it was a small budget film done for some people who knew my manager and who had worked with him before. And they asked if I wanted to be a part of it. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'm totally down. Taylor added that he had been a horror fan his whole life, which is reflected in his music as well. 30 years after forming Pearl Jam, uh, guitarist Stone Gossard still thinks of frontman Eddie Vedder and the band with every song that he writes. Gossard and Pearl Jam's former drummer Matt Chamberlain have joined forces while with singer Mason Jennings and keyboardist and singer Brittany Davis for a new group called Painted Shield, which has just released its self-titled debut. During a uh, new chat with Kerrang, Stone Gossard revealed... I write every song for Eddie, ultimately. He's my muse. I would love to write 50 songs a year with him, but it's just not in the cards. It just doesn't work like that for him. He, when, he is, when he's in a writing process, it's different than it is for me. I can write all the time. The way Ed really operates, the way that he loves to get music is for something that's immediate for you coming in at the time when he's ready to connect with it. Uh, Gossard touched upon how Vetter helps uh, turn his material into Pearl Jam songs. He said, he likes to be in the process with you. So, if I send him 30 ideas, it's just too much information for him to manage. And that's just not how his brain works. Ed really, really does want to share. So, he's going to pick something from everybody. And in a sense, it really is filtering it through his filter, which is great. Uh, Nick, have you heard any of this new music? No, I've not. I'll check it out eventually. But I'm, you know... These guys really used to butt heads, and if the band had ever broken up, it would have been, been because of Stone's relationship with Eddie. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they uh, especially in like the late 90s, before they sort of patched everything up, and then and now exist as this entity. But um, I'm, I'm glad that they survived, obviously, because they continue to, to thrive as a band. But there were there were moments where they those guys didn't get along. I don't even think they're very good friends, but I think that they work so well together that they realize the business of Pearl Jam is good for them, okay. and, and they just keep moving forward. Stone added, uh, talking about Eddie, uh, if he can see the big picture and put the puzzle pieces together to make it where he knows it's right, we're totally trusting that. He's our leader. Uh, if you have one great moment, a record, you're like, got it. So, that's how it <laughs> works. It's funny when he says it's that, that, that Ed's the leader because it was Stone's band and then it was Jeff Amant's band and they were kind of butting heads to see who was going to be the leader of the band and then Eddie became the band. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bruce Springsteen will return to make his fourth appearance. On Saturday Night Live next month, uh, the boss, joined by the E Street Band, will hit Thirty Rock for the show's December twelfth episode, hosted by Timothy Chalamet. They should let him uh, do a couple of skits, do like the Church Lady. I would hope he'd do. Hey, that's special. That'd be cool if he did something. Uh, if he'd bring back old characters yeah. like that. Yeah, good. Dude. Making copies. <laughs> Uh, marking his first appearance on the show since uh, December 19, 2015. Prior to that, Bruce had previously played SNL in 92 and 2002. He can uh, do that Spartan bit that with Sherry O'Terry, bring her back. Yeah. Uh, during an interview with GQ, Ozzy Osbourne revealed that his childhood bedroom in the UK is now available to rent for a night. Ozzy said he charges 400 pounds a night. The effing house weren't worth 300. They must be doing an expensive extension on the bathroom. 
He said, I can tell you what was really weird. I went back to that house many years after I left. When you're little, everything's ma- everything seems massive, but that house was me, my mom, my dad, and my five sisters and brothers, wow. eight of us in this house. It's so tiny. Where was I'm this go- house? I'm going, how the hell did we do this? Uh, you know what- on Devin? It doesn't say. Uh, meanwhile, Ozzy also revealed during the interview that oh his Oh, my parents- God, we're looking at a picture of a person that's tiny for all those yeah. people. Never told them that they loved him, he said. None of the family ever told them they loved him? Yeah, he said, no, never. That wasn't a thing you did in our house. If I told my sister I'd love her, I'd have the piss taken out of me. How did he do that? Huh. I don't know. Probably with a syringe or something. I think that means you get beat up. Oh. Oh. Well, well you stick a syringe in my penis. <laughs> you guys ever go back to, did you, you know, a childhood home I'm and, actually and revisit it? thinking about going once, you know, post-pandemic and all this. I would have been a plan prior to it, which was to go back to my home in East Northport. Mm. You know, I've, I've, I've looked at it from satellite views. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the yeah, Google, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's I uh, kind of wild. I kind of want to go back. We we lived in South Carolina for four years, and I kind of want to go back and and see that house because in my mind, it was a big house. Yeah, and I know it's not. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's funny. And people, it wasn't small, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. not it's not as voluminous as I as I recall it. Well, the people who got our house added on and did all sorts. Of, they did a they put a, a circular driveway on it, which was makes total sense. We were on a corner. We had a horrible driveway, and they did they made all sorts of improvements, but. Uh, it, it I, the, the the general foundation of the house is is still the same, and it's 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 wild. It, it's so many memories tied up in that area. But it's uh, you could actually I actually took a tour around the neighborhood mm-hmm. using the Google Street View. Yeah, you know because you can yeah. keep going. Yeah, and I knew how to get to different stores and stuff like that. It's wild because to find the one in in South Carolina, I don't remember the address. But I remembered the name of the school I went to, so I found the school. Right, and then I just moved around. <laughs> Until I eventually so found like, okay, it. Okay, that looks kind of familiar. And then I eventually narrowed it down, and I, sure enough, I found the well, house. It's kind of fun to do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What was that movie where the kid did that from India? He was an orphan, and he ended up living in Australia. Lion. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it Dev Patel? Is in, uh, I think he's the adult version of the kid. But he tracks down. He, he, he has no recollection of his childhood except yeah. for a few specific memories. And he used Google Maps to no figure kidding. out where he is. It's, and it's a true story. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you kind of did your version of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Ozzy, talking about his old home. And then one last story. Uh, if Creed ever decides to reunite, they already have about eight or nine songs in the camp. Uh, the band's former frontman, Scott Stapp, uh, did an interview and said that uh, although there are no plans for a reunion, all the guys in the band are still friends, and he wrote several songs with Mark Triana, uh, Tremonti back in 2012 that could be used. I think we have a clip from something different. We have two clips. It's Scott Stapp talking about how his kids make fun of the way he sings. Oh, yeah? And it's very funny. So there's uh, one clip of them in, in the car mocking him. All right. It started with my oldest son and my oldest yeah. nephew. You know, I'm driving down the street, and they're giggling, in the, and, and they're in the back. And I, and I was either taking them to practice or taking them to school. I'm like, what are you guys laughing at? And they're like, nothing, nothing. I'm like, come on, come on. And then they're like, we're the one who You know, and, and they're making fun of me. And that was the first time that it, like, it was my my nephew and my son doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's, funny. that's hilarious. And yeah. he did an impression of them and doing an impression of him, which sounds like the impressions everybody does. Right. And then they, they do a McDonald's thing in the second clip. All right, here we go. Ten years later, my 13-year-old and my 9-year-old now, they were making fun of me in the car singing about McDonald's being always open. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? And, and, like, they were hungry. They wanted to go somewhere to eat. And they're like, 
dad, we're hungry. And I'm like, well, where do you want to go? And then they both bust out together. McDonald's wide open. <laughs> and they start singing stuff. And it just. McDonald's wide open. Wide open. I, I like Scott even more yeah, now. Yeah, he was ah. here in our studio, and he kind of won us yeah, over. He, yeah. he he had gone off the deep end, and he knew it, and he knew that people made fun of him. We actually played a clip for him. This thing called uh, Cred Shreeds. Yeah, yeah, Cred Shreeds. <laughs> Creed Shreds. Creed Shreds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I like that too. I like that too. I would watch Cred Street. Cred Street. Uh, yeah. That's the co-host to uh, Owen Forever. <laughs> I'm Cred Street. I'm, I'm Owen so Forever. forever. It's like Ernie and Bert. <laughs> Ernie. No, Bert no, it's and Ernie. Ernie. Ernie and Bernie. Ernie and Bernie. No, it's Bernie and Ert. Um. So anyhow, we, we showed him here. Creed Shreds, which oh, is where they yeah. remove all the, the sound and, and play the videos, and they put goofy stuff behind it, and he thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a good, that, that says good things. Cred Treats. Cred Treats. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. It does sound right. Cred does read. I oh. shot a video with Nick Murphy years ago for Deets and Watson, and I couldn't say, I was trying, and I'm probably going to mess it up, I was trying to say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mess. I said slicely thinned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Slice. I meant to say thin slicely. <laughs> there, what there am are, I trying to say? There were outtakes of that. Oh yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. We left it in there. That's thin right. slicely, <laughs> sliced thinly, thinly sliced, slicely thin, <laughs> slicely thin. And then you get in your head and you yeah. can't figure out what your answer is. Yeah, you can't get it back. Yeah. The signals get yeah. crossed. Yeah. And I just you can't undo, switch you the can't. words that I messed up. Like Cred Treats, Bernie and Earth. Yeah, horse hammer, horse hammer. Exactly it. Poor oh Sammer. One of my favorites. <laughs> or the less obvious, which is uh, Kathy. Yeah. yeah. That is, so many people do that. You do it a lot, Preston. Yeah, instead of Kathy and or there, Casey. There Kathy. are a number of people that just combine <laughs> me and Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kathy. All right. Uh, by the way, that's the end of music news. Oh. Oh. So like, yeah, yes. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week, so make sure you stay with us. MMR VIP. Sign up for free at WMMR.com for access to VIP contests, special deals, and to be the first to know about important stuff. It's like having an MMR backstage pass without having to do something nasty to get it. (laughs) We're wrapping up our program for the day. Thank you for being a part of the radio show. Thank you for your calls. I guess I should thank uh, Darian calling in from Florida. Yes. He's the guy who filmed the Wawa fight (laughs) in Florida from last week, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it, so we touched on it, and sure enough, Marissa tweeted at him, and he called us back. He's like, yep, I'm the dude that shot that. So uh, he's got a podcast. It was nice to talk to him. It's pretty wild, man. You can just reach out and grab somebody immediately nowadays. Florida, of all places. We have listeners in Florida, but uh, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. He's in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I guess we just need to get ourselves ready to give away a prize. That is our Word of the Week prize. There's only one man in the universe that can deliver that letter with the urgency that one needs <laughs> to get that letter. Certified to do it. They call him Flash. And it's here me, Urgency. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Urgency. How you doing, man? I'm good. 
Excellent. Well, why don't we do this? Take this care of this uh, order of business, and then we'll move along. Yes. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter G is in Gadzooks. I love it. All right, and we have five letters for you to chain together and to make a word. And we have a limited edition red sparkle Telecaster signed by Gavin Rossdale of Bush. Wow. Plus a download of their new album, The Kingdom, featuring the singles Flowers on a Grave and Bullet Holes and a pair of virtual arena show tour t-shirts. The Kingdom is available now and it's from BMG. And Pierre had a uh, nice little sit down while we were at, was that a camp out for a Yeah, home? yeah. yeah. Nice. They were in a uh, studio in uh, Los Angeles and, uh, uh, but it sounded like they were sitting right there. It was, it was good. The yeah. audio was very, really good. Yeah. I was listening to the interview. They're mm-hmm. nice. Uh, he's great, and he loves the station. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. And Most. to you, kids. Hope you uh, had a good one. Yeah, very pleasant. Nice. Lots of wandering. Uh, wandering. We're just wandering from room to room. Okay. I listened to uh, 60% or so of your program on uh, Thanksgiving. I, I listened via the app. I listened in the car. I was outside during the day most of the day, and I've said it before, but I'll say it again. It's uh, one of the best programs you do every year. Wow. I know uh, you do uh, other shows throughout I, I the year. I only do that show. It's, uh, it's one of the good ones. It's yeah. one of the only good ones. <laughs> it's not many. It's not many. Uh, but, man, it's such great radio, and it's such a joy to listen to you, and, and I know Pancake takes his day off and comes in and works with you as well, So um, or doesn't take a day off, comes in and works on thanksgiving so uh, kudos to both you guys because it's it's thanks. fantastic to listen to thank you very much uh we we work hard on it and it uh i i rarely give myself um you know but i would say a plus yeah an a plus you Excellent. should give yourself a great yeah. uh, 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 yes a, a bill westing grade absolutely yeah. you had uh, listeners from like australia nova scotia they're, they're all over the Korea, world yeah uh, the bay of fundy yes the bay of fundy uh they were surfing in the bay of fundy right. having a good deal of fun <laughs> Uh, well, I think we got someone from Australia. Yeah. Uh, too. I mean, it's pretty pretty wild how many people listen from around the uh, globe. And to those people, I'll just remind them I'm on about 300 <laughs> other days a year, <laughs> too. So don't forget that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. The Bay of Fundy is a great place. If no, you yeah, there's I've a map up right now there on the many screen. times. Yeah. Yeah, the one where the, the the tide is very aggressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the tide is high. Yeah. Right, and I feel and, and, uh, and I'm moving on. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, hi. Uh, what's coming up on the show? <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Speaking of various tides, Speaking, uh, uh, the tide is with us today because we'll celebrate <laughs> Billy Idol's 65th anniversary on this planet. Uh, we have workforce blocks also of Leonard Skinner and Lincoln Park. All right, will be very very enjoyable indeed. Thank you, sir. It's good to see yeah. you. All right, um, let me. Uh, yeah. I'm going to thank our sponsors, Preston Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Get cheers in at Dunkin' this holiday season with their holiday inspired signature drinks. And also Meineke doing car care right. Uh, tomorrow on the program, as of now, we'll have a tattoo Tuesday. So free nice. ink from the Preston and Steve Show. And we'll have more to add to that list. Uh, tomorrow morning. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you, Live. Don't you have anything better to do than to worry about your next-door neighbor putting up their Christmas tree? Who cares? Next message. Yeah, Thanksgiving was amazing. I just want to be thankful that I have kids. You know why? So I don't have to do it to f***ing dishes. I don't have to do any of them. None of them. I can sit back, chill out. 
I help do the dinner. That's the way it works in my house. Hey, God bless y'all. Next message. Dude. Oh, boys. You got ham ass. Talk about ham boards. It's rainy Friday, Friday, Monday. What day is it? What the am I today? The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.